Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Two? That's right. <laughs> I bet you do it. Damn it. Wait, what did people think you were saying? They thought you were saying, let's go. Let's ride. Oh, let's ride. That's what they thought I was saying. I was let's saying, ride. that's right. Because it is ride. right, brother. That's right. We're back. We are back. It's the leftovers. I hope that you guys disrupted and destroyed your Thanksgiving dinner on our advice. How was your Thanksgiving? You don't have any conservatives in your family. I do not. Yeah. I do not have any conservatives in my family because they're all they're all immigrants. So they're just like they're chill. Um, yeah. My Thanksgiving was was great. You know, they uh, my whole family came over to my place, and enough I, room for everyone there. Yeah, there's enough room in the in the seven okay, billion good. dollar okay. mansion. Just making sure, mansion. you know. Uh, I know you I mean, spent we, a lot of money on that place. So yeah, we we sure still <laughs> we don't even have uh, I don't even have like table space yet. So mm. we just you know we we made it work though. You don't have table space? Well, I haven't I haven't bought like a bunch of stuff. You've been there long enough. Man. I know. Get a I, table. I just haven't because I I tell people this all the time and they don't believe me, but it's like for me. All I need is just a area where I can stream. That's it. And a bed. Right. And that's literally what has been the furnishings of my house for like. I think you need a table as well. Not really. I mean, I have a table on my streaming setup. Okay. Okay. You know? So where did you guys eat? We had those like two, we had those like tables that you can open up. Yeah. And we just put two of those together. Okay. And then you just toss a you know thing on top of it little uh i don't know what it's called tablecloth yeah a little tablecloth i mean you cover you cover you cover a plastic table with a tablecloth that thing's slapping that's what i'm saying yeah it works it like it literally looks like a fancy table yeah all of a sudden yeah tablecloths make this is adult no it's true you could put tablecloth over like cardboard boxes and that shit slap yeah all of a sudden you're like whoa this is a fancy table we don't know there's a tablecloth on it we don't know what's underneath could be mahogany yeah could be cardboard yeah so that's what i did and nice. it was great but i i have uh i have a uh, two cousins mm-hmm. that are both babies i mean they're like 11 and and eight or something i forget yeah. i'm such a bad cousin i'm just a, like a bad relative but okay. i absolutely destroyed them in like boomerang foo all the baby games like mario kart oh hell just, yeah crushed them were, no mercy they come at you with confidence or were you no nah, they're still like in the baby they age weren't even or, looking for trouble you just brought them yeah no they're yeah. they're they're like now entering the cool zone because like before that they were like they were just no content I, I i would just be like all right i'm trying to talk to you but like you're still awkward trying to talk to them about like uh socialism no no capitalism no and shit. no but like <laughs> i want to know like what are they watching you know what i mean uh, like what are they watching on youtube is it like still and they were in the baby shark paw patrol oh really area f- uh, but they're no longer there anymore okay. they're like now they watch they're mr beast they love mr beast oh my god wow that's but, interesting. Mr. Beast, he spans such an age range. Age range, Dude, babies love Mr. Beast. Mm. They lose their... I 
I went to yeah, literally. That's a that's a baby reacting to the latest Mr. Beast video. He's like upset that he couldn't be a part of the Squid Games. What did you think of the Squid Games? People were criticizing the Beast a lot for it. I'm the Beast. <laughs> yeah, he's just the Beast now. To me, he is the. That's beast. his formal name. Yeah, formerly known as Mr. Yeah. Beast, now the Beast. Yeah. Um. What did I think about it? I mean, it's it's Mr. Beast rose to prominence by basically doing guantanamo Bay style torture to himself right that's like true. literally just like re watching it's everyday bro for like 12 hours i think that's literally a violation of the geneva i Cadet. think it was like five days yeah <laughs> i think it was and that so i i do have a lot of respect for him for that but like that stuff is also like very um like trendy What's a, like, whole, oh oh, oh here that. watch wait how long is it what, oh 10 hours 10 straight. hours yeah oh but it does feel like five days. <laughs> Ten hours straight. I could do that. Yeah. You could not do that. But he's, it was his idea. He did it first. I think what, at the time the t there was a 10-hour limit to YouTube videos. Yeah. Now you could go forever. Yeah. And I'd like to see him return to his humble beginnings, frankly. Yeah? You, wanna, you want him to be in the Squid Game? I want a 50-hour... Every day, bro. He does stuff like I mean, now they do like you know corny stuff. Like but they did go you, to prison. Did you but think like it's fake prison? The criticism from like people on the left was basically that he missed the point and uh, that he shouldn't be recreating. You know. Well, because people are babies and okay. they think that like <laughs> like movies are real. <laughs> it's very weird. People got mad at me when I did the offline TV Squid Games one too. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, I donated, like, the earnings uh, from that. Like, I won it. Spoiler alert. Sorry. And, oh, shit. Well, I didn't win Nobody's it. Nobody's going to watch now. I, I, at the end of it, I, I conceded to Pokimane because I'm a simp. And, <laughs> and basically, people were like, oh, this is a... I cannot believe that a movie about, you know, proletarian violence is being depicted by a bunch of millionaire YouTubers. I'm like, you know that's not real, right? It's also like, like just a game. You don't actually have slaves. They're, yeah, they're like literal and, baby games being recreated by people for YouTube. Yeah, like, the criticism of him was kind of wild because like, I think people just try too hard. They do too much. It's like, he's just having fun. He donated a bunch of money. I mean, Mr. Beast yeah. is a good guy. There's no reason to... to um. Yeah, he... I, it was... Some people were upset because it's like, it's so bottom of the barrel, but it's like, but it's YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And the other guy, there was one big tweet that was like. And like what we do isn't? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, what I do is literally a, you know, boneless version of what CNN does, I guess, but so much better. And Rest in peace, Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Cuomo, brother. R.I.P. Well, he's coming back on January. Is that confirmed? That's what I saw. I don't know. It, I don't think anyone wants him back. I can't imagine. No shot. They'll, him back. they'll bring him back. I do it with everyone. They'll they'll bring him back. He's there. He's the sexy himbo. Like he he's the. Let's get after it. First of all, he's he's a he's a person of color, as an Italian. He's Italian. Yeah. Yes. And, <laughs> a POC. Yeah, yeah, he's a POC. And also on top of that, he's uh, he, he's got himbo representation going for him. He is definitely a himbo status. This story is crazy. A lot of a lot of media did not cover this. Yeah, so just to give people context, his brother, you know, many of you probably know, some of you don't. His brother was the governor of the <laughs> state of New York, Andrew Cuomo. 
Ro- roast to grit. Damn, he is yak. Da- okay, dude. Are you, you can't be freaking this? kidding me? You can't be showing this make while you we're feel, criticizing. Bro? Look at those arms. Look at those. It, it, it makes me feel like he's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did not. Free he Cuomo. Could, he could have done nothing wrong. Free this man, <laughs> dude. What a yak ass. No limit, baby. Yeah. Yes, so anyway, his brother, the governor Andrew Cuomo who rose to great prominence during the pandemic, height of the pandemic, for doing these briefings, and people saw him as this... He won an Emmy. He won a daytime Emmy. And he wrote a book, and, like, you know, old people were dying in old folks' songs. Yeah, he was writing a book about how great his achievements were while old people were... Just straight up, like, COVID was brutalizing. I've I've always been super anti-Andrew Cuomo. Like Really? Yeah, you people, saw it from the beginning. What was your well? Anyway, oh, just just to finish. Well, the, the main recap. the main thing I was gonna say is because he literally gutted Medicaid in the state. He's oh, okay. super right wing. Like he's a super right wing uh, uh, Democrat. He's an establishment Democrat. So anyway, he, everybody loved him during the pandemic. His ratings were way up. People thought he was gonna be president. But a huge well, there was like two huge scandals that broke about him in the wake of this one was about uh, sexual har- harassment of his employees, and which was bad enough. It was very bad. And then the second one was that he was hiding the number of elderly deaths in, uh, yeah. in uh, care homes. And basically, he had to resign in disgrace. And now it came out that his brother, who works for CNN, was... Um, using his connections at CNN oh, yeah. to find out who his anonymous uh, accusers were during the sexual harassment. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah, if he was just, like, giving him advice, that's one thing. Because I, when I saw that originally, I was like, well, it's his brother, you know. But then I found out the extra details. I was like, okay, that's... <laughs> I didn't read the, all the specific details. Like, what what is it that he did? He was, like, basically hounding his sources for extra information on, like, accusers and their background. That's so inappropriate, bro. Like, you know you can't do that. Yeah. Um, I also love uh, Liz Smith, Pete Buttigieg's comms director. Oh, yeah, that was good. She was was in the background, like, shitting on Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, while Pete Buttigieg was tweeting about how, like, I still stand with Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, like... These people are all demons, okay? They don't actually care about justice. They don't actually care mm. about any of the causes that they espouse. <laughs> like, I hate to say this, but because the right wing is comprised of demons for sure, right? Mm. Especially mm. the politicians, the operatives, they're crazy, they're vulturous, they're parasitic. But their their criticism of like liberal operatives is honestly true. Like <laughs> behind closed doors, these people do not give a shit. They just straight up use like you're sexist, you're racist to attack members of the left regularly. Bernie Sanders being the most prominent one. Mm. Um, Isaac Dover of The Atlantic was uh, was literally writing pro Andrew Cuomo articles because he was uh, he had constant back and forth correspondence with Liz Smith Isaac Dover famously also was incredibly anti-Bernie and wrote many articles about how Bernie is also sexist and racist and yada, yada, yada. So these guys are, they're, they're doing hatchet jobs regularly. That's very Establishment Democrats. Yeah, they, they'll take. And they weaponize it. Yeah. I know the establishment will pretty much do anything to delegitimize Bernie. Yeah. By the way, today's episode is sponsored by Raycon. 
That's I've got to say that. Oh, I've got to say that. That's up for the show. Anyway, back to uh, sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, anyway. Um, yeah, the thing on the the right does though now with the Cuomo story. That's like just so fucking obvious and horrible. Is like the liberals don't even care that about this story about Cuomo, and it's like everyone is literally tap dancing on this dude's grave. Oh, Nobody yeah. is sad. Everybody's talking about it. I see more liberals talking about Qu these Cuomo brothers taking the L than anything. But okay, so what? Eat shit. Well, the, the funniest part about it is when Republicans are like, Andrew Cuomo hit nursing home deaths. And it's like, dude, you live in Florida. <laughs> like, yeah, you care about Cuomo? You care about COVID deaths all of a sudden? Wait, it's not even just that. Like, your governor, Ron Death Santis, mm -hmm. literally sent like... <laughs> Gestapo-ass cops to, like, uh, a whistleblower's house and, like, terrified their fucking child with guns at gunpoint because, like, one right, of those I remember that. COVID data uh, input people uh, had the audacity to reveal the truth about what Andrew DeSantis was doing. Yeah, that, that or was DeSantis, a crazy Ron story. Anyway, play this, Dan. You got something here good for us. Tucker Carlson praises Chris Cuomo. Yeah, I was going to say, now now, wait, now that he's getting thrown under the bus... Wait, the, the wait are you fucking split. kidding me? Yep. So, yes, we did make fun of Chris Cuomo quite a bit on this show. In fact, pretty relentlessly for the past five years. Chris Cuomo was a buffoon. He was also, in the way that buffoons tend to be, incredibly self-righteous and false. Here he is, for He's example, just jealous, pretending dude. to emerge from self-imposed quarantine in his basement after recovering from COVID. We had a huge day today in Casa Cuomo. Take a look at this. All right, here it is. The official... Reentry from the basement, cleared by CDC. A little sweaty, just worked out. <laughs> this is what I've been dreaming. He's of, just hot, literally for weeks. This is the dream, just to be back up here doing normal things. Oh, his poor family. He pulled them into it. We learned later the whole thing was fake. Chris Cuomo hadn't quarantined. In fact, he'd been out and about wandering around Long Island without a mask, yelling at anyone who questioned him. Is that true? <laughs> so no one else at the time. Hey, pause that. Was he really cruising around? I think there was. I think he was like jogging or something. He was jogging while I, he was I, I don't remember the exact part. details. Wait, but, Dan, do you have intel on that? Uh, I could look into it. There, there, I don't it, remember actually, that, but I wouldn't be surprised. True, then, I mean, fucking throw him in the damn pit. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, by the way, again, hilarious that, like, Tucker Carlson is upset at Chris Cuomo for this. It just came out recently <laughs> that Donald Trump tried to assassinate Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> during the oh, debate. Like they know for sure he has he had um Yeah, he COVID. knew he had COVID and like they just straight up were like, no, we're going to the debates. And yeah. he's like goading Joe Biden like, oh, you pussy. He's wearing like, Joe a mask. Biden. <laughs> Fuck you. He's trying to like get that COVID <laughs> over to him. Yeah. Come on. Shake my hand, pussy. Yeah. That's Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, he he was willing to like he would have been die for it. I think he would have been ha very happy about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Joe Biden, no shot. He survives COVID. He can't. Right. He's. I don't know. I don't even know how he survives a light breeze. You know, he, he would die. Come on, man. So uh, the only thing I could find about uh, Cuomo jogging, it it's maybe a stretch. It's not like he was in the city. It looks like he's like. He still shouldn't. Okay. Oh, it says he's on recovery. Wait, hold on. Let me read this. Quote, Chris Cuomo's taking a huge step in COVID-19 recovery. He's returning to borough mode. 
This is not. This is after. This is after. It's no, the, the actual story is that a man claimed that Chris Cuomo yelled at him in the Hamptons, I think, or, That's or something it? like that. Where like there was a, there was some guy who said, uh, I mean, you know how these guys are. They just like you can't. I feel like that's just, bullshit. You can't if you're Chris Cuomo pretending to be in quarantine. You can't just go cruise around. Like enough people know who he is. Yeah. Anyway, just go ahead and play it. Let's see what this dipshit has to say. He has seemed bothered at all by this, but it struck us as a big deal. It was too phony. But his bosses didn't care. Before you knew it, Chris Cuomo was back on television barking at you for, yes, not wearing a mask. Put on the damn mask. If you're in California, if you're in Riverside, wear the mask. How dare if you want he? to avoid situations like this where you live, wear the mask. If we care about doing the right things, I wear a mask for you as much as I wear it for me. I had the disease. You need to wear a damn mask right. and you have to take care of other people in your community. And it's got to be about us because the help's not going to come from above. He, he should, he, okay, he so here it is. Who Pause it. I, I found it. On April 15th, a Long Island, New York bicyclist filed a police report after getting into a testy exchange with Cuomo in front of the Hamptons home on Easter Sunday. Um, that's what they're tying that into. I don't know how the timeline matches up, but basically like. Cuomo's, uh, there was like a campaign communication director for the Trump uh, campaign that uh, literally uh, used the Fox News host Tucker Carlson's, um, you know, coverage to say you broke, like everyone knows you broke uh, quarantine. And Cuomo said, I did the wrong thing. I never broke quarantine. Uh, And then Murtaugh said, everyone knows you broke it. And Cuomo said he never broke quarantine. Okay, whatever. Not that interesting, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, Like... But get to the part where he suck, try, starts sucking his dick. Yeah, he's taking. He's taking. Yeah, you're taking to way to too far. Point. He's like, listen, he's a good guy, but you know, if you want to, if you want to go into his house and kill him and his whole family, that's a good idea too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip. Wait, was that? I mean, he asked you to wear a mask, people. Oh, that was a soundbite. For a second, I thought Tucker Carlson was laughing. <laughs> you like that laugh? It's oh, so God. creepy. It's so slimy. <laughs> now that's Joker brain, Zach. That's right. true. Dr. Carlson is very joking. All right. I'm not, he he's, he's not the only one that wants to suck uh, Cuomo's dick. Now, come on. Get to the act. Right. That's when, for the first get time ever, and very unexpectedly, we started to feel sorry for Chris Cuomo. Helping his brother is not the worst thing Chris Cuomo ever did. In fact, it may have been the best thing he ever did. Not because Andrew Cuomo was a good person. He certainly wasn't a good person. Andrew Cuomo was loathsome. But Andrew Cuomo was Chris Cuomo's brother. And that's what you do with brothers, even Bro, the loathsome ones. Weird you help them when they need it. Bros before hoes, am I right? It's called loyalty. At CNN, as at the rest of the media, this is an alien concept. Is there a single person at CNN or any other left-wing network who would risk his job to help his own brother? Dude. No. Okay, he Above did not risk his people. job. Dude. He did not think he was going to get any repercussions. Well, and dude, we're talking about exposing the identity of anonymous accusers who are victim of his brother's sexual harassment. This is such a weird take. Like, what no, the it's right on brand for It's right on He's brand like, for Listen, Tucker. The one thing he did good was trying to uh, victimize and belittle the accusations of, uh, sex- of, of women that his brother sexually harassed. In fact, Harvey Weinstein is innocent to this day, I say that, and I, am, I love his films. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite films. I love Harvey Weinstein. You're just racist against our people. We're not wrong. Yeah. 
That that's right though. That's true. It's all it, Italian phobia. They would Why never. Is- they would never fire a white man for this. Okay, wasps, they get away with this stuff regularly. Yo, but, like, Andrew is kind of a hulking giant compared to his little, he's kind of a little manlet, uh, Chris. How dare you? How dare you? Manlet writes, I'm an advocate. How tall is manlet Cuomo? Wait, Andrew Cuomo's only 5'11", so... No fucking way. Oh, no, Chris Cuomo's, like, actually 5'7", 5'8". No wonder he's so jacked. He's got... He's got a lot to make up be. for. You're you're ruining this for me right now. Look how tiny he is. He, he's looking more guilty by the second. <laughs> Call the police immediately. <laughs> um, go ahead. How tall is is Chris? What's well, weird? I'm seeing Chris listed as like six one, but he's clearly. So what's his brother like? Seven feet tall? Well, it says Andrew Cuomo's five eleven. So <laughs> that something, something ain't not, adding up here. Not adding up. That motherfucker. If he's 5'11", your boy Chris Cuomo's like 4'9". Hmm. He, was, he was making efforts to track down the status of pending articles at other news outlets before they were released so he could like give that information to his crisis management. He did a good job. Uh, Tucker's like, he did a good job with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Dude, everywhere is listing Chris Cuomo as being like 6'2". That's but- impossible! <laughs> this is fake fucking news! Okay, that makes more sense. I want to believe he's 6'2". His brother's hulking above him. Hey, yeah, keep the dream alive, baby. Look look at that one in the top left. You can see their whole bodies. That guy has like fucking three Dude, inches on How him. tall is Andrew Cuomo? It says 5'11". I mean, maybe that's not accurate. Somehow but- his taller brother's 5'11", and Chris be- is 6'2". Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that li- that does not make sense. This is, real <laughs> this is Heightgate. We need to do a whole People segment of Fox News like about this. this. Though, like, first of all, a lot of politicians are super tall, so I wouldn't be surprised if Andrew Cuomo's taller than five eleven, and it says it's five eleven. I think my height is wrong on on Google too. It says I'm six three, but I'm six four. So you know things. Let's oh, see. poor you. Yeah, yeah, Fucking exactly. Poor you, bro. I'm the real victim here. Look how little <laughs> he is. It does say six three. Yeah. Look how little he looks. Okay, who cares? Sorry, short game. No, this rule. is the, I care. This is short the real Kings scandal. Rule of the world. All right, let's move on. Fuck the Cuomo brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And guys, if you can correct Hassan's height, that's probably the biggest injustice going on Absolutely. apparently in this country. Yeah. You need to know. Are you really six four? Do we need to get out the tape measurement? We can if you want. Are you like six three and a half? Are you like over six four a little bit? Like what? What do we? I don't know what there? like the change is, but no, I'm I'm six four. Okay. Unless I got shorter and like, unless I hit thirty and I started you know shriveling like an old person. I don't think that starts to happen yet. I no, I don't think yet. so either. Zach is six three. Zach, come over here. Zach is six three. Unless Zach's been lying. Yeah, I mean, age. do we really know that? Do we come know here that for sure. Wow. Stand next to Hassan. He's all over it. He's. <laughs> He's just, all right, hey guys, stand up here. This is this is the height broadcast now. All right, and let's take off our. Sh- well, you guys have the same shoes on, actually. Yeah. All right, so okay, actually, you know what, Zach? Yeah, I actually think Zach's lying about his height because Hassan has like two inches on you, bro. He's like significantly taller than you. Scroll up; you can't see their domes. Here, I'll take my. Wait, hold on. You got to see the. You got to see their domes a little bit. Maybe? Maybe put it up, yeah. Yeah, so mm. Hassan is significantly taller than you, Zach. Mm. But I think you I think you might be six two, I hate to tell you. Oh fuck, dude. Everything is too short on me. 
not good. People <laughs> never think about the people never think about the plight of big boys. They just don't. They don't. They really don't. Yeah. I don't know that you're a big boy, Zach. She's definitely a big boy. <laughs> I think Zach might be a, no, a normal boy. 100% in the big boy club. Thank you. I can see I got the approval. No, he, he's, he's big. It's not his approval to give. No, it's his approval. <laughs> no, of course it is. It's like you want it. You want to be a big boy, Zach. You like we being see, a big we boy. We see. No, we I see, just you look like a tiny person next to Hassan. You look that doesn't count. You look like you look like Chris Cuomo next to Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> well, my height says I'm taller than Hassan on the internet. So. <laughs> all right, all right. There you go. The internet's not true always. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. All right. I'm glad that we You're we six addressed. Four. Yeah. I give it up. You might be six five. Nah. <laughs> Short kings. Like with with shoes, maybe, but no. Wow, what a world. I don't even know. I haven't. What a world. I feel like, I feel like after a certain point, you never measure that. You know what I mean? I, I have not measured my height. It could be taller. I could be shorter. I don't know. What a world. Last time I went to the doctor, he said I was 6'3". That's what I'm going by. Mm-hmm. Mm. Were you wearing shoes when they took that? I'd like to see that in writing from your doctor. Yeah, what kind of shoes <laughs> okay. were you wearing? I was wearing Vans. I was wearing flat Shoes. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to talk about this on on After Dark. We're gonna have to take this conversation. We're gonna have to bust out the tape measurement on Zach. <laughs> All right. What if so six three. Then are you gonna be like Hassan's lying too? He's six three. Yeah. No, you look like Whole you got two got inches on him, bro. Maybe we gotta call Zach out. All right, let's hold move him, on. Hold him accountable. Yeah, we gotta hold our people accountable <laughs> for sure. Um, you guys are both tall. Fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like nobody cares. Nobody's sad for you guys being oh one inch less, not as tall. See, this is what I mean. Nobody cares about us tall boys. Yeah, nobody and they should it. It's messed up. It's <laughs> fucked up. Being it's tall is some bullshit. It's like I'm, some bullshit. I'm it's siding like, with Ryan Kavanaugh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucker! How tall is he? Let me. Ryan see. Kavanaugh's a manlet. Let me see how you, tall you don't want to be on his. You don't want to be on his team. Ryan Kavanaugh height. Uh, well, nobody cares about it. It says 5'11". He ain't 5'11". We got to find him standing next to somebody famous whose height is really accurate. Yeah, exactly. What's yeah. Harvey Weinstein's height? There's lots of pictures of them together. Good question. Harvey Weinstein. Ooh. Oh, so Harvey Weinstein was apparently six foot. Okay. So if you, so if you Google Harvey Weinstein, Ryan Kavanaugh, this is a really good experiment. Because <laughs> there, there is a lot of images of them standing next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know he what? Kind of looks he, like Harvey Weinstein. That's what. That's what I've no been way. saying, bro. We made a whole website dedicated to that. He so maybe he's like... not that short. <laughs> Do you see it? Wait, I, that's what I've been saying, bro. If you if you Google Ryan Kavanaugh, you'll probably <laughs> find on the does top Ryan top. Kavanaugh look like Harvey Weinstein dot com? <laughs> what the fuck? You know that's my website, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> we made that website to help the public. <laughs> it's uh, now on the front page. No, this is to help. Uh, this is to help people like you, Hassan. <laughs> this is a public service. Oh my god! This is this is good for Ryan because people. You know who are people casual- them, yeah. Yeah, and so like if you go down, the public is confused. Oh my god! Like, okay, look at dude, the, the slider. Oh no! Do you I'm see dead. the resemblance, dude? The slider makes it so much worse. The slider straight up is like it's the same person, but ginger. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's important. Oh no! So you see the importance of this website. Okay. And then there's we also made a game <laughs> to test yourself. 
so. The public's opinion, Ethan Klein, alarming. Something has to be done. Which is why I made the website. Here, tell me if you, you play the game and tell me. So here, check this out. Three, two, one. Begin. Okay, Harvey or Ryan? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Nope, you're wrong. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try again? Okay. Harvey or Ryan? Ryan Kavanaugh. See, you're wrong. No! It's hard. Okay, yeah, dude. Hard. All right, I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get this one. Ryan Kavanaugh. Mm. You're wrong. That's oh three. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? It's hard. It's hard. So that's why we made the what website. What the hell? Did you no. really not know that was our website? No. That's so awesome. Yeah, no, we made that. I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about Ryan Kavanaugh. Like, I just, I saw that he was, you know, that's, suing you or something. That's yeah. it. Like, yep. it's, that's about it. That's all there is to it. But yeah, so. So oh any, my God, is he kissing Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, exactly. Be? That's what I'm saying. There's a picture of him kissing Harvey. Okay, well, well, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like. Batman and Clark, I mean, uh, Superman and Clark Kent, like they have been in the same room together, so we know. Oh, that's the only way you know they're not yeah. the same person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look at this. Look at that big old kiss for his idol. He could have been a Saddam style body double. By the way, Harvey, just, though. since we're on the topic, I'm just saying. Can we show, can you pull up that tweet we found of him and he's defending Harvey right as the Me Too stuff comes out? It's pretty epic. No. And it's way. still up as well. It's still up? Yeah, he doesn't know that we found it. That's why He already cataloged it. Send me the tweet uh, link, Dan, so yeah, we can just show it. Yeah, watch what he said about his, Brooke, his good friend Harvey. Fuck. Okay, he definitely is a body double for him, though. You think he's a body double? Well, <laughs> well, Harvey's in jail, and Ryan is very... Okay, so, wait, send me the... Okay, and this is still up. Send me the link, just so we can... Right, but, looking, but, read this, Hassan. This is in August 2006. Joe Blaze says, with respect, at Ryan Kavanaugh, with respect, do you consider Harvey and Bob Weinstein films friends of yours? And Ryan Kavanaugh says, brilliant creative minds. Never underestimate Harvey. He is a survivor. Yeah. There's, there it is, still up. That's crazy. He's Why a the survivor. We got, I got like his back to the, the end. From the if you like it, he's eating that for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. Well, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, after this. But it had one like, so what do the quote tweets say? Can you click those? Well, it looks like people found it because look, there's a bunch of people uh, replying within the last hour. Great minds think and look alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Click quote tweets. Uh, let's see, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Right. Many people yeah. don't know this. This is an interesting fact, but Harvey Weinstein has uh, no penis. That's not even a joke. What does that mean? He, uh, I forget oh. what kind of... He has a micro penis? No, 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 no. He has like a, an issue. So his penis is like mangled, like a leper's penis. Like it, what? It, like, yeah. Excuse me. Google it right now. Wait, so... That's super interesting. I always wonder about the Harvey Weinstein stuff because his thing was always he would like pressure women into sexual acts and never he would never want them to like participate willingly. He has a deformed penis. Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah. That people, I mean, people that were doing armchair psychology or even not even people who were doing armchair psychology, but like they believe that this contributed to his like uh, sexual pathology and the way that he wanted to like dominate women. Uh, because he just could not like use his. Oh, that's whatever interesting. Harvey Weinstein suffers from an acute infection that contributed to his deformed penis, according to a recent report. It was revealed in a court. 
Deformed genitalia is the result of a life-threatening bacterial infection known as Fournier's gangrene. Holy shit, he had gangrene in his dick. Yeah. That, that just happens to horrific. evil people. I, yeah. If you get gangrene in your dick, that's like that's what happens when like you make a deal with the devil. Yeah, that's why when people say like, "Oh, we should like neuter people or whatever," we should neuter rapists or whatever. It's like, no, nope, that doesn't that don't that don't stop. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the defor yeah, the deformity was first revealed in court when actress Jessica Mann, one of Harvey's, Harvey Weinstein's accusers, said she left feeling compassionate for him after she saw his deformed genitals. Yeah. Whoa. That's low key, like the probably the worst thing you could do, the Harvey Weinstein too, because like saying like, oh man, oh that sucks. Like all you, of a sudden you're no longer not to say that this is the way to deal with it, obviously, but I'm saying that like if you think about the psychology behind it, if you think about it, like what motivates his actions. Obviously, he's like a purely evil person, but the reason why he's engaging in these actions. He's so angry about it. Because he cares game. more about power and dominating the other person, and that's the only way he can get off. But you know what's interesting is that when you read of all the accusations, it was always like coerced sexual activity. Like he would go in the shower and make him watch watch them shower, and you're like, well, you know he's like physically disgusting. Yeah. Nobody wants to look at him or would get turned on from him. But now knowing he had a deformed penis, you can only imagine that the only reaction and he knew it was was just disgust yeah. and horror and he liked that. You know yeah. you get that crotch rot. Yeah. yeah. Like the quartering. Yeah, it's wild. All right guys, thank you uh for watching that's the whole show. I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's a commercial break. Uh I don't know what's the joke. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, time to take a short break. <laughs> Thank you, thank you to Raycon. By now, you've probably seen about a thousand gift guides for the holiday season. Gifts for mom, gifts for guys, gifts for your neighbor's cousin's dog. Da, 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 da. Is it, is dogs can use them? Well, I don't think they're talk. We're not talking about Raycons yet. Oh, oh, my bad. Sorry. Could they use them? I don't know. Uh, you could study all those gift guides. They could benefit from the best, the base boosting. Right. I think. Dogs like base. Yeah. At least my, my cool ass dogs do. You could study all those gift guides and shop at 10 different places, or you could just start shopping at Raycon and get a gift everyone is going to love. Raycon wireless earbuds. I love these earbuds. They're comfortable. They're slick. They've got all these uh, music settings, which is really great. They've got a pure mode, a balance mode, a bass mode, and I'll be honest, it's just as good as all these like super expensive name brands that you know about it's half the price it's just that simple folks raycon gives you that amazing audio quality of wherever you go whether you use them to exercise wind down work work out pump up they're useful for anyone on the list and even better for you they start at half the price as other premium auto brands and with their latest model you get three sound profiles to make everything you're listening to sound just as good as it should. I already mentioned those. Pure mode, balance mode, bass mode. Raycon's available in five stylish colors. So you can pick a perfect one for everyone on your list. And with free shipping and returns, gift giving is easier than it has ever been. The holidays are coming up faster than you think. Now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last minute shipping scramble. Especially because right now my listeners will get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash leftovers. Go to buyraycon.com slash leftovers and use the code HOLIDAY to get 
15% off your entire Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash leftovers. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get to some stuff here. Uh, we we covered see. some really important... We've been covering good ground. <laughs> I've learned so much today. It's true. Okay. It's right, been it was fun. Only, you know, I, I wanted to give the gift of knowledge back to you a little bit about Harvey Weinstein's penis. Actually, it is actually good Obviously, that I don't know, that. know if Ryan looks the part at all. No, okay, not well, saying that. they do... So, the thing is that Ryan... Kavanaugh and Harvey Weinstein have a physical resemblance. You would assume. I would not that, say that that part. <laughs> you I cannot say that? deal with a lawsuit. Okay, please. <laughs> I'm saying that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the public is confused. Yeah. Maybe not you. I still want to know. Like you that. already said it, by the way. Yeah. You already. <laughs> no, I did not. You literally said he kind of looked no. like Harvey Weinstein. Okay, wait. You can't sue someone for that. I do. Uh, he is suing me for that. He says it's defamation in one of his lawsuits. He literally said, I defamed him by saying he looks like Harvey Weinstein. What's really fucked up is when you went back in time and convinced him to tweet that in 2016, August of 2016, though. Yeah. <laughs> like his defense of his uh, body double, oh, allegedly yeah. body double. We don't know if it, we don't know if there was a contractual obligation to appear as body double, as body <laughs> double for Harvey Weinstein. But it's true. Nobody forced him to publicly defend Harvey. In Call the him place, a so. survivor. Yeah, he is. A, well, he is alive still. So thank yeah. you Poor choice of words. Yeah. Very, very poor. Yeah. No, I think that's deliberate when you, he's the real survivor, like not the fucking victims. Ugh, so gross. Love that. Love that about him. Yeah. You want to talk about Jordan Peterson? Uh, he's selling a bust of his head. Do I? Among, this is, this is awesome. And you know, I've kind of just basically been on a bit of a Jordan Peterson kick lately. He said, he tweeted this out free shipping and it's just like, a bust of his dome, uh, all glory to the great lobster god or whatever. And what's interesting is that oh, you can get it in bronze. Ooh, you get it in bronze too? How much is the bronze one? Don't purchase the bronze one because obviously, you know, I'm white. <laughs> and the bronze one actually is inappropriate. <laughs> My skin color is not accurate. <laughs> Men. Um... What's interesting is that if he's being sold among other great men like Napoleon Bonaparte, Frederick Nietzsche. That is not how hot Napoleon Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? They he just didn't look like that. Him. That's bullshit. Well, the makers are French, so it's their bias. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, Frederick Nietzsche, they all look kind of like Napoleon Bonaparte, he was the best looking man. <laughs> this, I believe, is Poseidon. <laughs> um, I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, the, Dostoevsky? Yeah, Dostoevsky. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Turkey, so I'm very familiar with Marcus Aurelius. Unfortunately. Uh, uh, Chopin. And then, of course, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, a famous French uh, thinker. <laughs> I mean, it's just bizarre. First of all, Maybe so French Canadian? It's 360 bucks, and he is promoting it. And I just find it so like so vain. Like, bro, you should not be authorizing people to sell this. Where would we be without bus giving glory to me? Also, he does not look like that. I mean, yeah. it's not that bad. I'll, it's it's, it's a pretty hate. decent I'm not recreation. The, yeah, it's a pretty decent recreation. Um, you know, it looks like a face, you know, in the haunted mansion. What's uh, up? Is Disneyland. Jordan Peterson over six foot? Is that why you're shitting on his bus? Is that what's going no, on? He is tall. Yeah. Do I do I have to defend him now? <laughs> I think this is an accurate depiction, Dan. What are you pulling this up for? 
first of all, that's a weird photo. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to prove. It it's, like it's one, one of the, I just Google Jordan Peterson is the third photo on it's Google. It's a deep fried. That, that. Yeah, what the fuck? He's doing. Dude, he's on an anti. He's on an anti Jordan Peterson kick here. Yeah, be fair in your criticism, Dan. Okay, let me find a better it's picture. Because right. he's a he's a dirty little tall. That's Do why. you hate addicts? Is that why? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't say that. Are, wow. Are, do you hate recovering addicts, bro? Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Where would we be without... He's about to, he's about to tweet it then like, <laughs> come over here and say that to my face and I'll show I'll you, the, you the, the benzos, bucko. Yeah, what was that? He recently started threatening people on, uh, I'll fuck you in the ass, buddy, until you love me. Yeah, he's... Come over so here, Dan. I'll these... fuck oh, you right. up. He, he quote tweeted himself, <laughs> yeah. threatening himself. Yeah, it's it's always funny though because he's such a frail ass. Like he one, he's Canadian. Sorry, like most Canadians are automatically they're just like even if they're jacked. They're, Come they're... say that to my face, and we'll see who needs a benzo buckle. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, this has to be photoshopped. I've retweeted it. It's so good. <laughs> I just I love, I I love that he's just like. He's the guy who who cries thinking about like the uh, destruction of Western civilization by you know a gay Marxist or whatever. But then he's also like, "I'll beat your ass, Bucko." It's like, no, you won't. You're like seventy years old and you almost died <laughs> drinking apple cider. Like, yeah, what what what, what am I gonna do in defense? Uh, I'm just gonna bring a fucking glass of apple cider, <laughs> throw it in you his spiral face, spiral back. Yeah, you spiral back. I'll, into- I'll fucking throw apple cider in your face. You'll melt like the villain from Bugs Bunny. No, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Remember at the end of Roger Rabbit? I've never seen it. But Anyone what? got that? He yeah, no, know. I got your reference. Thank Christopher you. Lloyd. Oh, was Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. 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 Well, anyway. Listen, if you get... Oh, uh, here's a <laughs> oh, now, no. that, now that's what his buzz should look like. Yeah. That's... <laughs> the irony with the books on the ground, which I always also have, is, is that like, oh. his room has never been clean. It's always been a fucking mess. Yeah. You know? Never been clean. I just well anyway this could be yours for 360 bucks. I was wondering if we should buy one. Just uh What do you I mean, I'll get one. I'm going to do a cum tribute though. You can't stop. Oh <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> we could be cocky as bust. A <laughs> team tribute. Bust. <laughs> Where He's... would we be without men? We yeah. need more semen on my bust. Yeah. It's Come on the, over here, know, Hassan, and give me your load. Okay, I've said I jokingly said that, but you know like people that buy that is, are someone's going to do that. Oh, for sure. And, well, and now that you that said it, fan. no, 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 not even before I said it. Just I'm, out of I'm, pure love and adoration, one hundred percent. I don't. Also, like weirdo incels that love him. You know what I mean? For the most part, I mean, not anymore. But come over here and let me see your cock. All right, let me ask you something here, and uh, you can tell me if this is, uh, you know, something that you don't want to talk about or elaborate. But you've had Jordan Peterson on twice. Yeah, yeah. Back when you used to be a little bit closer to the center, center right, I would say. From my point of view, um, I wouldn't. Okay. How did you? No, no, on certain issues. But how did you? How did you feel? Like, did you? What was it that was so captivating about him? Okay, so first of all, when we first um, invited Jordan, I wasn't super familiar with him. I just saw kind of the ph- phenomenon around him. Yeah, and he is a doctor. He's a psychologist of some renown. And um, I was like, well, you know, I'd seen him on other shows and I thought, uh, and then someone was like, hey, you should have this guy on. And I was like, okay. You know, I was inviting everyone on at the time. 
And so he was on, and we didn't talk about politics or anything. We talked about like psychology and shit like that. So I found it really interesting. Just you know, um, I thought the conversation was great. It was a really interesting conversation. I didn't know anything about his politics. On like, he's obviously transphobic, you know, and um, yeah, he, he has all kinds of. Well, we covered yeah. like, for example, recently on the podcast. No, no, he, I know, I know, has, I know your current position on him i'm just saying yeah. like no i thought he was very interesting from yeah. a clinical standpoint he's really articulate he's he sounds good um he's really he can grapple with complex like ideas that we talked about and, and it, it was a really great captivating conversation everybody loved it you know i gotta show do, do you look at the discord is that a real photo that's a real photo oh so he is a that's, roger rabbit villain. that's that's from um that's like old jordan peterson like i feel like he's always been kind of like he's an incel yeah for sure i, I, I tip mean, my fedora yeah. to you lady <laughs> tip 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 my i've lady. got a feather in my cap in your honor <laughs> i have the most reddit karma out of <laughs> anyone here <laughs> <laughs> If only you knew how much Reddit karma I had, you'd be on your knees sucking my <laughs> dick right now. <laughs> I remember when we had him on, it was very early into me working for you, Ethan, and I didn't know anything about him at all when he came on. And I, too, uh, you know, for the first probably hour, hour and a half of the episode that he was on. Did was he save you, Dan? <laughs> well, I just, uh, you know. I was a lost he was, man. He was talking. He was mostly just talking about self-help, actualization, yeah. that kind of stuff. And, you know, I... I it, that's not really my jam, but I, I could see why people found him interesting. He's very articulate and everything. I remember it was about an hour and a half in, though, when he started, he he mentioned cult cultural Marxism for the first time. And that was like the moment where I raised an eyebrow. I was like, what? I still don't know what that means. Cultural Marxism is literally the exact same modernized propaganda version of what Nazis would say about cultural Bolshevism, mm. which I've, is... I've been like, ever since he said that word, I was like, I've been trying to be like, what is that? It's mean, literally bro? the Republican modern-day conservative equivalent to Frankfurt School, Jews control the media, and, and academia, and, uh, you know... That he's not i will say in his defense he is not anti-semitic i've heard him no no no. i don't think so either yeah i think he's just a regular conservative and there's a lot of people who are regular conservatives who are repeating um who are who are repeating basically watered down like fascist talking points mm. that doesn't mean that they themselves are like ideologically uh, fascist or anything like they're not fucking reading like culture of critique and being like yeah this is real it's more so that they're repeating talking points because it makes sense to them and it's Instead of like Jews, the cultural Marxism is just Marxists, like whoever Socialist. is in academia, socialists yeah. and Marxists that are like, you know, um, that are that are leading to the degeneracy of the West, mm -hmm. the Western civilization that is supreme. It's now falling apart because of feminism, women in the workplace, uh, gay, uh, gay people and trans people being able to like coexist openly mm. in society, uh, immigration. Mm. All of this stuff is is a product of cultural Marxism is what Nazis used to say. They would say it's cultural Bolshevism. Now regular conservatives just say cultural Marxism. I still don't know what cultural Marxism means. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I understand what they're trying to say. But to this day, it's like Jordan Peterson's a man for the masses, right? Like the common man, they love him, red pill, whatever. Like his plebeian, uh, he's talking to these men who are not, in my probably, I'm just assuming not super 
well read on all these complex political ideas. Don't worry, neither is he. Well, he keeps saying these big, wor grandiose words like cultural Marxism, and I still don't fucking know. Like, what is it? Cultural. Okay, we're talking about the culture. Marxism, which is like, you know, communism, right? It's the idea that academics uh, that have a ideological predisposition towards like Marxism mm -hmm. or whatever conservatives consider to be Marxism are basically infiltrating all of our colleges, all of our institutions and dictating culture mm. and trying to uh, trying to, you know, create the next generation of Marxists by brainwashing That's them. interesting, because he never explicitly defines it like that. But if that, so, like, he's, his theory... Well, that's that, why he got owned by fucking dumpster-diving raccoon Slavo Zizek when he <laughs> famously said, where are the Marxists? Like, he said that, and Jordan Peterson was like, oh, I, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Like, he had nothing for that, because there it's aren't the that fancy, many Marxists. It's a fancy buzzword that... Now, not saying that Wikipedia is the most reputable source, but I, I was actually surprised to see that their article about it is literally part of their series on anti-Semitism. Because it um, is. It is, a yeah, modern, the... it is a modern rendition, but it's just like this, okay? Now, Republicans don't say America was founded on Christian values. They say Judeo-Christian values. Mm -hmm. They just updated it. They tweaked it. The in-group now features... Uh, uh, Jews as well mm -hmm. to a certain degree and that's a conditional relationship that will and most likely uh, you know the moment that there's any sort of like serious fascist power grab that will go away mm. okay but it's just they're like yeah we're welcoming we're welcoming white Hispanics into the in-group and we're welcoming uh, Jews into the in-group that's why they say Judeo-Christian values now interesting well that's the main yeah so i mean alt-light and alt-right is the is the anti-semitism are you going to do overt anti-semitism or are you going to <laughs> bake in without maybe even without recognizing that you're engaging in like anti-semitic conspiracy theories and somehow the jews are always first to go yeah. you know <laughs> yeah but uh that said his fascination with uh soviet art is um a weird wrinkle in his whole thing I remember he talked about this when he came on our show too. He like yeah, he was, is like an avid collector of Soviet. Well, art. the thing that's real interesting about that hobby, which I actually think is cool, is that he's like, if you go on eBay, you can find buy all this like original Soviet art for like next to nothing. Yeah, I love Soviet and art. and it's beautiful original art. So I get that. You know, it is really cool. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. You know who said that? Who? Do you know who said I it? I forgot his name. <laughs> it's Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Oh, he put a favorite. mega stink on it. Do it again, Zach. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, Steven Seagal. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Allegedly. Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. He's Love he's it. a king. He's a god amongst men. Um, let's talk about Joe Rogan now. Oh, with yeah. With his, uh, gramp his grandpa Instagram shit posts. Yeah, this was a weird take by Joe. If you need any more evidence that he's completely fallen, here's all you need to see. Um, uh, here he posted this. So on the top you have authoritarian on the on the right, libertarian on the bottom left. So strongmen would be, you know, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he... I, I don't think Joe Rogan understands the graph. Like, I don't think he's like, hey, hey I'm going to red pill my audience. Like, I'm secretly a Nazi. I think he's a fucking, he, he's a gorilla. And he was just like, oh, this is good. 
Dude, at what at what point do we stop doing like the ignorance? Uh, no, no, no. He's the impact uh, is is you still know, incredible. He's not that dumb. Like he knows what this says. Authoritarian, right? Like he knows what that means. It's fucking Nazis. Well, most people don't know what the fuck the political compass meme is unless they're like hyper online. And my entire community is extremely online. So, and I am also. So when I see this, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're literally promoting. You're basically saying that Nazis are strong men, and the good times are the libertarian right wingers, which you know little too pedophilic for me but you know for my taste but uh maybe that's what they mean by good times and then it breeds weak men and then weak men breed hard times it's a super old trope that the alt-right has routinely used and this is like a classic nazi meme there's like a million different uh, versions of this old like 2016 era nazi memes and he's just like posting them on his on his instagram like an old man. But the impl the implication, of course, being that anything left is bad. It's, you've got weak men and hard times yeah. on the left. And on the right, you've got good, strong men and good times on the right. So, What's he saying here? Like we're in the, We are in Kali Yuga, the age of conflict. All the chaos we're seeing right now is predicted in Hinduism thousands of years ago. Civilizations move in predictable cycles, and we're in the lower left-hand square of the chart. Do oh, your best. The, yeah, we're in the weak so, man part. So what he's trying to say is... Like, first of all, Joe Rogan would be on the lower left part of that chart, technically. Yeah. I mean, what is he actually doing? You know, uh, you, what are you doing that's hard right now? What are you doing to be the strong man right now, Joe? Elk meat. He's eating elk you're, meat. You're being paid hundreds of millions of dollars by uh, Spotify. You're living in your special little ranch uh in texas you're literally not doing anything for the betterment of society what are you doing that makes you a strong man yeah. other than actually lifting weights yeah he's, he's lifting weights so that that means he's a strong man me on the other hand when i lift weights i'm still a soy boy because i'm a leftist yeah you know what i mean that's how it works like it's not that's why it's just pathetic this whole masculinity thing he's just he's a fucking pathetic fucking moron I think he's he's been criticized so much that he's just I think he's just um how do I say he's lost the plot he's definitely lost the plot but he's kind of just what's what's the word he's kind of just retracted back and fallen into the people that support him and just surrounding the, himself with the yes men and all the yeah. people so he's just he's surrounded by yeah, you know. the people that give him unconditional support are clout sharks that want to ride the wave. Like, you know, they, they, they will do anything and everything. Nothing Joe Rogan says is ever too far or bad. They will change or even tailor their own point of view, uh, for the most part, to agree with Joe Rogan. Right. And they get rewarded handsomely for it, too, because he still does capture a, a gigantic audience. Well, the truth is, like, and even now to this day, you know, it's he is such a gatekeeper to the the comedy world, um, like podcasters specifically who want to need to go on there and suck the teat of his audience. That people will fucking go on that show and co-sign this shit now, the shit that he's saying and promoting, because they have to for his career, their one, career. Yeah, one thing that I find uh as an old school joe rogan head who used to watch him like way back in the day before even like he started bringing on like milo yiannopoulos and all these right wingers mm -hmm. was that he he went through the regular uh uh pattern of of like becoming more radicalized like i think it was he was a big like divorced wife guy he would always talk about alimony like he would 
always talk about a buddy of mine that has he's you know not, he's never been payments. divorced he just no no a, he hasn't been yeah, but a lot of like his friends interest have. okay so that was his like angle into men's right activists a lot of people get radicalized by divorce court um a lot of men do a lot of men um and and there's probably some truth to that you know with yeah. the alimony and stuff so so he would always talk about that but it was mostly just like DMT moon landing was fake you know yeah. stuff like that and then he started having and this is uh, you know, friend of mine, Felix Biederman at Chapo Trap House, he he uh, talked about this as well. He's like, he just started having media guys on. You know what I mean? Mm. And and these guys have coached talking points. They have like clear interest in like disseminating misinformation. Mm. They're the real, they're the real mark uh, cultural. Yeah. I wouldn't say cult, they're the fascist, cultural yeah. fascists. Yeah, they are the cultural fascists. Yeah. They, and they're getting paid handsomely they're agents to promote there this. They're agents to infiltrate. This uh, to promote this point of view and then his show is like ever since there was like waves right where he really was like hamming on the the right wing stuff he was he was basically making the careers of like literal people who turned out to be nazis like stefan malnier oh yeah milo Yiannopoulos. like he had all these people on but back then there was only one point that he had that he, he would always be an advocate for and that was weed right hmm. he would actually challenge people other than that he was a chameleon Hmm. Like he always adopted whoever his guest was and uh, adopted their point of view, except for weed. And in some instances, he would push back on Dave Rubin on like, you know, regulations and the need for them for contractors and whatnot, or, you know, helping poor people out hmm. uh, with with social safety nets and like anti-war stuff like that. Now, he still defends weed, even though he doesn't have to that much because it's more normalized and it's, you know, decriminalized a lot in a lot of places. He, that, that other thing that he now routinely talks about and can't shut the fuck up about and actually defends relentlessly is like COVID conspiracies. Yeah. And I don't know how the fuck that happened. I think it just broke his brain. That's when it, I think the, the COVID is when it took a, a really yeah and he like moved to austin horrible turn yeah and now he even even when he had like dr ronda patrick on who's a old friend of his like he was debating her about how she's possibly wrong and he's right um in the latest episode when he's talking with jocko wilnick he's like going through articles and jamie's pulling up the article and giving additional context that immediately like destroys the narrative that he's trying to build and he's just like pushing past it as quickly as possible because like he doesn't want to he doesn't want to recognize that he's in the wrong he's like too deep in the anti-covid or i think he fell into this trap that i see a lot where it's like he's now cultivated an audience that holds him prisoner to his own ideas for example the ivermectin the covid there are so many people that have such a strong belief in that. And if people deviate from that a little bit, then it's like, you're out of the pack. You're not with us anymore. And I think he's become a prisoner to his own ideology now. And that if he know if he deviates, he's gonna get canceled by his own fans. He's just a prisoner now, yeah. the COVID stuff. It also does take, unironically, a big man, a strong man, a confident man to recognize and own up to their mistakes. What are you saying? I think it's it's very weak and very selfish and very childish for Joe Rogan to 
refuse to see the other side and refuse to admit that like okay maybe i went a little too ham on the fucking covid stuff mm. and that i'm wrong and there's been plenty of fucking scientists that have come on my show that i've like basically bullied into submission you know what i mean by so being are like are you saying Ugh. that on the political spectrum where would he fit on the scale of like the strength of a man i don't really I, he would <laughs> He would like, be on the he would be on the bottom left for yeah, sure. Okay. Well, weak man. He is a weak man. Yeah. For for refusing to uh, stray away and like you know diving further and further into the cesspool of COVID misinfo. You know. By the way, here's another meme he posted, and this is like some boomer ass fucking shit. And he got like over a million likes, like way more engagement than he usually gets on his posts, which he usually get like 150,000. That's how you know Instagram is like no longer the young and like hip. It's over. Well, it's no it's longer Facebook. the young platform. Yeah, it's Facebook. Well, everyone's on TikTok now. Yeah, exactly. Which I am as well. I love I am, TikTok. I am so addicted to TikTok. Yeah, I'm on TikTok now more than any any social media. I app. spend hours on it, and my for you page is fucked my for you page is wild dude but the, what i love about tiktok well, going a little bit of a tangent is that you can find anything there bro i don't care how long you spend on instagram how long you spend on youtube twitter you will not see this shit on my feed for example uh let's say a seven-year-old dude dancing in drag in an abandoned shed uh, with 20 likes, that shit ends up on my fucking For You page. It's nuts. I, I mean, I like hot girls, and I like, you know, like OnlyFans girls and stuff like that. And then Off I like... that, yeah. And then I like, you know, I'll look at, like, weird compilations of, like, deer hunters, like, talking <laughs> about how, you know, you know, let's go, Brandon, that sort of shit. Mm -hmm. So TikTok... I'm breaking the algorithm's brain. So TikTok finds a way to show me OnlyFans girls that literally are promoting their OnlyFans on my For You page and their OnlyFans uh, profiles are like literally them in like all fucking deer hunting camo getting fucked. Oh shit. But like not oh, actually shit. not actually on TikTok. So they've they, merged your two interests. They it's insane. It's like <laughs> yeah, like it's like an OnlyFans girl with like a let's go Brandon hashtag deer hunting looking for white is that your deer? fantasy to fuck a maga girl no okay uh, but uh, sure? but it but if you look at my i mean i i i don't care like i don't have a a preference like would that you would you date all. a maga girl i have dated uh one of my ex-girlfriends was like very conservative <laughs> from alabama and we broke up because of it like i was just like i can't do this anymore Here's conservative Barbie. This might be a dream girl for you. No, 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 no. Ew. I, I do watch her a lot, though. All of Trump supporters are in a cult and obsessed. Oh, really? Well, oh, okay. Is she proving the point? I don't know. Yeah, she's saying we are. Yeah. Where's your daddy? By the way, I wanted to show this meme. So he posted this halo. This is like, by the way, he's like 15 years late to this meme. Yeah. The year is 2034. The cash me outside girl is president. There are 67,298 genders. It's illegal to have an opinion. I'm the last straight male. This is my story. Yeah. I love this meme because it's like the Such a cash me outside girl. Okay. This was literally made 10 years ago. Yes. And he just found it. Yes. He, he He's posting it like, yo, this is so funny. <laughs> like, dude, you're a comedian. Like, what the fuck are That's you a, doing? I forget he's a comedian sometimes. What are you doing? Yeah. This is like literally cancer, anti-comedy. This, this is the comedy cemetery. This is where jokes go to die is Joe Rogan's uh, 
Instagram page. Even if I were to take like the most centrist position on this, I would say like, you know what kills comedy? Just seeking validation from a group of individuals mm. who will just fucking clap like a bunch of, uh, you know, like, like a bunch of fucking seals at SeaWorld uh, exclusively uh, at whatever you pump out because it agrees with your point of view, mm. your preconceived notion, your biases, right? Mm. And that's precisely what this is. They're just, everyone is liking that because, oh, I agree. Yeah, he's right. And maybe this will own the libs. It's like, no, motherfucker. This shit is like, this is so bad. Even so, liberals don't get mad at this anymore. It's like so old that even like the most rad lib like fucking SJW or whatever is not going to get mad at this. Because it's laughable. But the guy, it's just, he's so desperate to be the victim. It's like, you, it's illegal to have an opinion. It's like you're paid hundreds of millions of dollars to spread COVID misinformation. As far as I'm aware, you're not being oppressed, bro. No, what, no, Joe Rogan is not even remotely oppressed. He's oppressed by the 70,000 genders. It's like, yeah. dude, have you not been able to like get on that page yet? I mean, it's just sad. So it's anyway. Joe Biden has a better position on gender than Joe Rogan. Who's like t uh, 200 years yeah. old. Yeah. You remember that video where like the girl <laughs> comes up, the Turning Point USA girl comes up to Joe Biden and is like, how many genders are there, Joe Biden? And he's like, uh... At least three. <laughs> there you go. That's a good answer. He's trying. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know how to answer that question. I don't know either. No, I don't know. My how answer, many my answer is the, the meme. He's like, I, mean, I don't know. I just got here. <laughs> Cozy I think that's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah. I don't know. I just got here. All right. That's I, th what you say. I think what Joe actually said is a pretty good answer. At least three. Yeah. At least three. <laughs> That's great. I, I, it's it like a very slick moment from Joe. It's yeah. like, what is the actual right answer? I don't know. As many, uh, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't care. care. I like. I accept all genders. Here is, uh, here's the yesman in his, uh, in his comments. Joe dead laughing. Are you fucking seriously dead laughing? Dude, that is real. The punk. real punk. The real. Real punk, punk is when you wear when dead. you wear a button up suit with your fucking <laughs> with your. Your little tie. Look at this all guy. All the way up to your neckline. Look at this guy crying and clapping. The Cash Me Outside girl? Fucking top tier comedy. I've never heard that one. Ah, so good. Yo. Oh, this well, is the Nelk guy. You got a Nelk boy. Nelk sighting. Full send. Full send moment. Okay, first of all, as Bradley Martin, the steroids have rotted his brain. Okay, yeah. so are you still sure you want to go on uh, male enhancements? Because you'll end up like Bradley Martin. No bro. shot. You're gonna end up typing oh, yo's on super Joe. hot and jacked. Yeah, dude. That's you thanks. keep saying you want to get go on roids. <laughs> I'm I'm urging you against it. I want to go work out at the zoo. I'm just or telling you, bro. You don't need steroids. Don't take steroids. Not yet, but when my when my T levels decline, dude, I'm fucking. You can take. That's disgusting. That's natty. That is that is that's natty, natty baby. No, of I don't think he says he's natty. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Google uh, Liver King, Dan. You know about the Liver King? Oh my God! Because he's one of my favorites yes, on TikTok. Me too. His body is I so. I love him. I was literally watching videos of him and like making fun of him with my friends. This morning. I love Liver King. He's all over my feed. I'm fascinated by him. I, me too. So do you dude. think he's natty? <laughs> fuck no. Look at his abs. Have you ever seen abs Bro, like that? Get the that? fuck out of here. He, he Show, says he's Zoom natty. up on his abs. It looks like he has ab implants. I mean, dude, I've never seen he, abs he says, like that. He says he's natty, but like, no, of course he's not fucking natty, dude. Are you kidding me? Hold on. Look. look oh, let me. His let, veins. <laughs> okay, let, let me pull up his TikTok. Is this the dude that eats like 20 patties? 
he yeah he yeah. he'll eat like twenty patties. He has like bone marrow. Like he, he eats raw. He, he eats like raw beef, raw he, liver. He eats liver with every meal. <laughs> yeah, he's a liver king. So hold on, let me show because I love this guy. I'm glad you're familiar with him. Oh, dude, I love him, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Look how red he is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's super red. He what always the fuck? looks like he's got like thyroid pro- thyroid problems or something. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Wait, why is it bar everything but okay, liver king? Here, this is what I want. But he's super fucking interesting. I don't, he gets, yeah. he seems rich too. I guess he sells some yeah. weird supplements. Yeah. Well, here, I don't. Liver King oh, no, here. So, here, here, here these are long, so this is his resting body. Yeah. His, he looks like a Ninja Turtle. His abs look like yeah. the back of a Ninja Turtle shell. Yeah. He's awesome. I love him. Like, for, first of all, I've said this before, like, getting that body, steroids, no steroids, doesn't matter. Like, it is a profound accomplishment, even with Bradley Martin and stuff. So, Let's dispel this rumor or notion that like, oh, if I just did steroids, I would look like that. No, you wouldn't. That requires a tremendous amount of work. This guy is insanely dedicated. That's obvious. So whenever I see people like that, I still respect them regardless. I'm sorry. I know people get mad at me. But you shouldn't lie about taking steroids. That's fucked up. Yeah, uh, I do think that's silly. I mean, it's just as harmful as like girls saying that their bodies are natural when it's not. I mean, but it's the, fucked up. It's harmful. Yeah, but these keto dudes, these like primal dudes, like especially Liver King, because he like has He's a routine. A, yeah. Uh, on Wednesdays he rests, but on Saturday he does a, a simulated hunt. Yeah, I a love, simulated hunt. He goes on Sunday we simulate a hunt. We gotta go pretend like we got a carcass, and then we feast. Okay, so. Please pull up his latest simulated hunt video where he throws a spear at like a, a fake deer. Yeah, uh, it's on his Instagram. Wait, hold on, I want to watch him like eat a meal. Third one. I, I literally sh- looked at this morning. I, I'm gonna, f- I, I'm gonna sh- watch. The people need to watch him eat. By mm-hmm. doing a simulated successful hunt, now it is time to refeed, and we're gonna start with 30 grams of a delicious protein shake. We got liver because liver is king. Three ounces. We have a huge, huge, huge chunk of femur bone. Yes, you know it. All of that bone marrow is going to be going here. We have some raw testicle, about two, three ounces of raw, raw testicles, testicles, baby. You know what it is. You know what the fuck it is. That's dedication. That's so nasty. You know how you get abs like that? Eating raw testes, bruh. It's just so nasty. But here, pull up the uh, pull up that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, watch. So this is. How many men out there are doing what we are hardwired to do? Are you fighting, hunting, providing, protecting, preserving? You don't have to go all in and start throwing spears. <laughs> you can fight by looking for opportunities to scare you. Okay, so let's watch. By so, the way, he's so jacked, like, I don't even think he'd be good on. in a fight. Hold on. Oh, dude, you got him, except you couldn't even hit center mass, dumbass. That fucking deer would have gotten away, liver king. You What's think up? so? You didn't have... Eight other tries, you couldn't have just shot. You couldn't have just shot this again and again and again until you actually hit fucking center mass, dude. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna step in in favor of Liver King here. No shot, that deer would have gotten away. Ba- no, well, back in the day, our biggest competitive advantage is that we're endurance. We have two legs. We can out endure any animal. Uh-huh. You stick them with the spear, and then you chase them down. You follow the blood trail. You would definitely get that. Damn, you're you are you are a liver king. Yeah, head. you're a liverhead. I mean, I gotta stand up for liver wow. king on this all one. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, like, it would have looked cooler <laughs> if he actually fucking hit center mass on that. You know what I mean? He just well, like, what makes you think this isn't the thirtieth try and this is the best shot they've got? Yeah, that's why he gave up after. He's like, fuck this. All right, put this up, Deborah. I personally don't think he would ever landed that shot on a real yeah deer. on a fucking they would have seen that coming from like a mile exactly. away exactly so the thing that is also hilarious about this is like because uh, my trainer loves him like oh, loves okay. him 
and talks about him all the time. And I love dunking on Liver King, but also like I'm fascinated by Respect him. He's very entertaining. King, bro. So two things. One, are you familiar with the concept of uh, breatharians or yeah, vegetarians, but for breath? They just breathe. So these kinds of gurus... Is that what you mean? They just live on They just air? live on uh, sunlight and and Yes, breath. I'm familiar with that. So they're all know. fucking fake. Obviously, yeah. you would die, right, after yeah. a certain point. Yeah. And they always used to... I mean, they used to do this back in the day. The thing is, that's literally what Liver King is doing with his dietary habits and also so? what he is omitting from the public record of like what his true regimen looks like, right? You think he's lying about what he eats? I think he eats that sort of stuff, but it's not every meal. Like, I don't think he, I don't think he, you know, he probably eats, like, chicken and broccoli and shit. Like, he doesn't fucking just eat, he like, He has carbs liver. in there. He carbs up. Yeah, he eats potatoes. They look delicious. He so. says, and we got carbs today because I earned it. Yeah, and, and maple, uh, maple syrup. Well, the maple syrup's on the liver every meal, bro. Yeah. You see? You underestimate uh, me. No, no, no. I, you, <laughs> you and I are both liver heads. We're just on a different end of the spectrum on liver heads. I'm, like, I'm skeptical. I'm you're fully tapped in. Yeah, I'm simping for the Liver King. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what's mean, funny have, about the whole Liver King online fandom, you could call it, is the debate over if he's natty or if whatever. It's pretty bone interesting. Bone and skin on sardines. We've got anyway. a couple of ounces of some salmon eggs. We have a pile of potatoes. This is carb bowl number one. Ooh, so good. We've got our vegetables, a.k.a. pork rinds. we got Liver King concoction. You just call pork rinds vegetables. Yeah, they do look like cauliflower from afar, so I always thought that was... Well, that's what that was. Uh, that's funny. No, it's actually. What is the concoction? I want to know. Do you know what that is? I think it's some kind of yogurt, maple syrup, and like liver or, or ground organs or something. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, uh, oh fuck. Uh, Wait, I want to show the ones with all the burger packet patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. So he does the simulated hunt where he carries stuff. He does like a mile walk or something with like 200 pounds on him. Mm -hmm. And. So the second thing I was going to say, now that you've owned my first point on Liver King Thank and you. him being fake. Go ahead. The second thing is like, dog, they did this out of necessity, okay? Like, all of those cavemen, if the they had the opportunity to get fucking to food myself. delivered from their grocery store, would do that. Well, okay? <laughs> like, so it's m profoundly privileged for us. To all right, well, like, let, let me disagree with you there. I'm just kidding. Okay. Actually, yeah, if if you want to be a, a fucking real caveman, then, you know, L what are you doing with a stove and hot water? Yeah, and, don't don't live in a fucking, you know, $2 million uh, yeah, mega mansion in, in Louis Abisbo or wherever, you know? liver with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, we that's got three raw ounces. liver, man. We have more liver on top of liver. This is liver pate left over from Thanksgiving. And we have a beautiful piece of bone marrow here. little piece of uh, femur bone I do bone fuck with, with the bone marrow, though. And I don't know if I'd eat it raw, but... Patty that I he claims, and people debate, that he eats every patty. I've seen him eat four patties. Like, there is one video of him eating, but he never actually shows how many patties he's eating. I mean, what is and it, 20 we patties? Every we can count them up. That's is this one or two right here? No, it's one. He, that's four, seven, eight. That's ten. Patty. That oh I my god, that, that's fifteen patties. I could eat. I could eat ten, like easy. So I'm not. But yeah. after the tenth, it's gonna get hard. Yeah, and all that the liver eating. and shit. Okay, and yes, he says he does. Joke. I always say that. Get used to it. Um, I'll probably be having this section right here. Okay, so he does this it. Liver King's having for dinner today. He liver said King he's out. only eating half. Liver King here. Welcome back. He's the real deal, guys. My favorite video is of him shooting the Beyond Meat. Okay, he, he shoots Welcome. the Beyond Meat. 
Okay, because it's like, ha fuck, you know, fuck meat substitutes, which like, I, I am uh, a fucking meat boy. I love meat. I don't okay? know why you got to hate on like meat substitutes. No, bro. but like, he that's doesn't. That's got nothing to do with you. So he shoots it. And then if you look at the comments, he has like this long fucking. Look at this shit. No music. Look at his back. It looks fucking cancer. He looks awesome. It looks, he looks like awesome. he has cancer. Well, I mean, he says he, he doesn't use sunscreen, so he's definitely going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah. Skin cancer is an issue. Bro, come on, man. No wonder he's so red all the time. Yeah. Um, like a human hot dog. Dude, I, I love him so much. Um, but the Beyond Meat one, that's when, that's when I was sold on him because him and his wife control the account. And uh, someone was like, well, I'm vegan. Like, why would you say this, Liver King? And he wrote this, like, entire fucking dissertation under it. Like, you know, vegans are incredibly ethical. And, you know, I, oh. love, I love vegans. And I'm like, bro, it's, this is under a video where you shot a Beyond Meat. Well, why did he shoot the Beyond Meat? Yeah, why would he do such a saying. thing? He's like, he's a kind-hearted <laughs> man. That's when I realized. No, he does seem like a good guy. Yeah. I, that's part of the, if he seemed like a douche, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even fuck that's with That's when it. I realized, like, Liver King, you know, you're like an onion. You know, we're peeling different layers, layers yeah. and we're, and we're peering in and, well, you and know, we're seeing the real liver. King. And there's all these videos about liver King and they're all interesting. I just, I love the whole thing and I'm not even into fitness or anything. I just find it disgusting and weird and interesting. You should get liver King to train you. I should get him on the show. What the fuck? Yeah. Get, get him on the show and have him train you. Are you kidding me? I'd die. That chain probably weighs the same amount as me. I it's just 120 like rumble. Pounds. You can carry it. You know about that chain? 120 pounds. Yeah. So was that even impressive what he was doing? Yeah. 120 pounds is a lot of weight. I have a weight vest that's well, like 80 pounds. That's a lot. Why are you saying that I can do it then? You can do it. I think you could do it. You're, you goofing your body, on me? Your body. No. I think you could carry a 120 pound chain for sure. Over my shoulders? Maybe for. Uh, if it rested on you like that. You could you could stand so up. I'm with just it. I'm confused. Is it impressive for Liver King to do? Because do you want me to bring I, my 80 pound weight vest uh, yeah, next week so yeah, you can like yeah. try and put it on? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. It's I mean, gonna, I'm, it's I'm sure. Feel weird. But, I'm sure I could do it. Yeah. But what's so impressive about if I can do it? It's not impressive. Well, if you're point. walking around with it for a mile, then it's insane. Okay. 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 I see. Yeah. It's the it, it's it's the repetition, the endurance. Like that's when that's when it becomes a workout. Got it. Putting it on once for like three seconds and like standing up straight, you can do it. Yeah, I can do that. All right, let's talk about first. I want to talk about uh, Dave Rubin being a dumbass, of course, in a freak show. Dave Rubin uh, always has to be the victim, as all right wing grifters are. That's basically their whole identity is like, you know, white, white victimhood. So he says, in a time when we are all expected to be obsessed with other people's health, what should I do about this obese man whose belly is falling into my seat? He's more at risk for COVID too. Should I report him? Show him YouTube fitness videos? What would be what would a good obedient citizen do? Yeah. When I was really fat, I saw one YouTube fitness video from a random person who was sitting next to me and I was like, "Wow, that's it's over." Now I now I have recognized I'm fat. Now the rock the rock song starts playing in your head. Yeah. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry. We so he took a creep shot of a. Th this is Dave Rubin, by the way. He's flying coach. What a fucking scumbag! <laughs> like to be honest, like you're gonna sell your soul 
uh, as a gay man and simping for people that hate you and you and you're still flying and you're still coach. coach you're right he is a broke boy it's like if you're gonna sell your soul like that that you should at least be in first class bitch you're selling your soul for for dimes on the dollar yeah i'm i'm surprised i thought his channel was doing better like uh surprising that he's like still you know relegated to coach yeah because it just goes to show you that while they'll pay him to be the the uh, obedient dance monkey uh, the, uh but they'll never let him in the in the the real big boys the first club class. well i think but that's also partially cuz like he's just he is he is no drip okay he has no swag you need swag. And he's just so boring. Get behind that curtain. Like when I say swag, I don't mean like actually good uh, articles of clothing or anything. He's just like incredibly boring. Like, he's not a very entertaining person. He's not insightful. I he's not use, smart. Yeah. He's not interesting. He's literally just the poster child for how easy it is to make a career out of grifting. God damn, eleven k views in one day, brother. I was say, I'm. I have a YouTube channel with eight hundred thousand subs, and I'm pumping out videos that have at least two hundred k. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, like you know, your, your channel does well. I enjoy it, too. I, I watch all those clips. This is surprising that Dave Rubin is like, oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, you have a single basically, that, when I was in character as the uh, uncle, what was my name on, when we were doing the Thanksgiving? Hank. Uncle Hank. Uncle Hank. I feel like I could have a more successful career <laughs> yeah. than Dave Rubin as Uncle Hank. I use Dave Rubin as an example of like how easy it is to grift as a right winger on the we on the internet and like how you can still be, you can make a comfortable living as long as you just like repeat the right talking points yeah. because he is just impossible to watch he's just like not fun he's not funny he's not even like stupid enough he's very stupid but like he's somehow not stupid enough to like watch and clown on like jlp for example mm -hmm. jc lee peterson he's just a towel a wet yeah. towel i mean yeah because yeah, he's not fun he's not educated he is he's not insightful yeah uh, but anyway he took a creep shot of a fat guy and he's saying i guess people asking you to wear a mask so that you don't spread a dangerous uh, virus is the same as telling fat people they need to lose weight. I don't understand the logic there, buddy, but... No, I I mean, there's, this is a classic conservative trope, which is like, oh, if we're going to tell people to get the, uh, you know, vaccine, well, what about the obesity problem? Fat it's people, like, being fat is not contagious. It's, it's stupid. It's not, even though they will immediately point back to the study, it's like considered hereditary technically. Because like um, obesity is it is it contagious? It's not a transmissible disease. Okay, that's the that's the proper term before someone tries to dunk Seriously. on you with that. Because um, you know, <laughs> dietary habits you can basically get from your uh, family members, and also uh, what about are, flying next to someone on a plane? Can you get fat from flying next no, to someone on a plane? No, but you can. Thank get COVID. you. Um, yeah. So the thing that's like also incredibly cringe about that, obviously, aside from like like this dude is just bullying the guy who doesn't even know he uh he's doing he's, this to him yeah. for being fucking fat like dude you, this is what i say about fat shaming all the time as a as a former fat who still thinks uh you never still, fat. no i was real fat back in the day i really? i used to be yeah oh yeah is there any pictures of you um i wrote a huff article like way back it's in the day google fat. stomp like your fat it'll come up yeah they're the one on the left yeah okay yeah you were pretty chunky yeah, Shout out. that's not even my worst, but so, but what I was going to say is, and I'm still. How old were you here? I don't remember. Well, there you go. Look at that. Inspirational. Oh, wow. You were fat. That's not me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you now, bro. 
Look at that himbo. I mean, stuff. I don't look like that anymore. Uh, look I, at that, bro. What I, I definitely, fuck? I definitely gained weight since COVID, and I'm now losing it again. But, um, the thing. Oh, look at the look at the young one. I know it's crazy. <laughs> God. So, yeah, but what I, about I the glow up? That's pretty awesome, though, that you can, you know, get jacked. Yeah. And also just be super tall. That was definitely a, a, always a benefit for sure, but it, it's it makes it a little bit harder to lose the weight and like look proportional when you're taller. But you know, wow, dude, really? This is a weird one. Is that really you? Yeah. Oh yeah. So your head is tiny. <laughs> it's just I'm wearing a triple XL shirt. <laughs> I thought okay. that was photoshopped, bro. It's not photoshopped. <laughs> Hecker okay. is mad. Okay. It's just whatever, okay? Enough about me and my <laughs> you look great, normally bro. sized you head that kind of looks small sometimes. <laughs> the thing I was just going to say is like, as far as fat shaming goes, like, first of all, empirical evidence uh, shows that fat shaming does not work. And it, as a matter of fact, it hurts people uh, and, and uh, harms them and, and prevents them from losing weight because they uh, go back to a depressive spiral of eating more to cope with that, Okay. Um, so people that say like fat shaming helps well, me or fat shaming helps like no it doesn't shut the fuck up you're just being a dickhead and I do fat shaming uh, from time to time as well yeah or not to but like well, if you think that fat people don't know that they're fat let me tell you no they definitely do they know every day they know when they wake up they know when they look in the mirror that's it just hangs on them every single moment of their life so you repeating that in public to you know dunk on them it's not helpful. Well, I, I think making fun, fat shaming someone's like uh, addiction shaming. It's like, you fucking junky piece of shit. It's like, you know, people understand that's not helpful. But um, they, but it's the same that thing. Meme. Look at the Discord. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's about drive. It's about, well, I know who's more driven. And I know who's more hungry. <laughs> I am. Not, I'm more well, hungry. Not but now. You don't even have to think about it, dude. So was this a progress shot? What's the story on the photo on the left? Um, I didn't used to take a lot of photos, uh, shirtless photos when I was really fat, but that was like after I'd already started working out. Okay, so it was a progress pick. Yeah. That's good. good for but it was you. like the one that I could find that was like bad. It's not that bad, but you know, shout outs. You look great. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You put in the work. It's about power. It's about drive. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I do stay hungry and I do devour. Absolutely. Shouts out to the Rock. Shouts out Next to the president. Liver King. Shut up, bitch. All right, come on, Rock. We're being nice. Yeah, we're not for that. Sorry, I'm sorry, Rock. I'll vote for you. So I wanted to next talk about uh, Lauren, Bo Lauren Bobert, who is basically um, op just openly Islamophobic in the most disgusting way. To be honest with you, we really shouldn't even tolerate this kind of absolutely fucking disgusting racism in our country. She is such a disgusting creep. Um, oh, yeah. So there, there's this clip that surfaced, or I guess there's a series of clips. Is that right? This clip was the original one that, like, got a lot of attention. But then we found out that, uh, you know, this was her bit that she's been doing for years. <laughs> It's been killing. This is a part of her so, tight five. She take, she's been taking the show on the road. Yeah. So here's Lauren Boebert. Um, here's the comment she refuses to apologize for. I have for. an Ilhan story for you. So, <laughs> oh, so uh, the other night on the House floor was not the, my first Jihad Squad moment. Uh, so I was getting... Not a lot of laughter there. She was pausing for applause. 
You want to hit the full screen on there so we can so, we can uh, see it in all its glory. I want to see the rustic vibes in the background. So, look at that clock in the background. I was getting into an elevator with one of my staffers, and he and I are we're leaving the Capitol. We're going back to my office, and we get in the elevator, and I see a Capitol police officer running hurriedly to the elevator. I see fret all over his face, and he's reaching, and I'm like. The door's shutting. Like, I can't, I can't open it. Like, what's happening? I look to my left, and there she is. Ilhan Omar. Oops. And I said, well, she doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. <laughs> Are they in Joe Rogan's studio right now? <laughs> is that where this is yeah. taking place? Yeah, Joe Rogan's like, yeah, let's have Lauren Bobert oh, on. Yeah, Seems brother. like a really smart lady. Yeah, I, li- I heard she got good ideas. Yeah, what do you mind? Ilhan Omar. Oops. And I said, well... She doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. You know what's ironic is that this is who actually carries a gun into the halls of Congress. Yeah, she's a fucking terrified. And and yet she's accusing Ilhan Omar of being uh, a threat to her safety. Yeah, Remember the school shooting video she put out as a campaign ad where she was like, don't come to Congress tomorrow. Like, I'm bringing my Glock with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, it's just so ironic. Like, if anyone's a threat to safety, it's you. She's like, like, Marjorie, you're fine. You're you're one of the cool ones. <laughs> Wasn't she the one who was like, I refuse to get metal detected after the January 6th. They're like, you have to go through a metal detector because we don't trust some of you cycles on the right. You're bringing weapons into the chamber. You're bringing insurrectionists into the halls of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> like, so she's like, I will not go through that metal detector. Um, She is. It seems like she's just like positioning herself as a, as like a media personality, and that's why she's doing stuff like. She just this. wants that Fox spot. Yeah, Fox Inc. Yeah, that's good money. She has to go blonde. Yeah, though. here, Bobert clashes with Capitol Police. What? After, what in the gods, freaking! I closed it right. I didn't think you were going to acknowledge it. So. Yeah, yeah. Bobert clashes with Capitol Police after setting off. That metal was detector. cool as hell. What happened there? Yeah, it's a little effect we have. Here, do it on Hassan. Yeah, sometimes we just deep fry Whoa. it. <laughs> that's, dude, that's what you get for seven gajillion dollars. Yeah, when, right. you, when you put a studio like that together, only the best. Yeah, we have a lot. Li- we have a live uh, special effects team that works. There's yeah. twenty of them on the lower level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it killed. Yeah, they love that. Had one floor to go, and was like, uh, "Do I say it or not?" And looked yeah. over, and I said, "Oh, look." The Jihad Squad decided to show up for work today. <laughs> She's so happy while like being strapped no, while being strapped with a weapon. Put your staffers on Twitter to talk for her. She she's not tough in person. She doesn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that's just openly racist, a freak show. It's disgusting. It's if harmful. The, if there's it's a psychotic. person who's the toughest in Congress, is Ilhan Omar. Like yeah, straight up. Definitely. No one. No one gets it uh, from all ends like she does. Liberals fucking shit on her regularly. Uh, Republicans, of course, go the extra mile regularly and, like, say the most insane shit about her. Like, it's wild that they they can just, like, theorize that she, like, fucked her brother. You know what I mean? Like, that's a thing that they just, like, run around saying. They state it as fact. Yeah. Which is, like, you know... Insane. It's, like, a stereotype, I guess, of... of Yeah, that's the, the... Right wing, uh, you know, white supremacist narrative is that like Muslims are fucking their cousins. Anyone's fucking their cousins is going on in damn fucking Mississippi and Kentucky. (laughs) That's the funny thing is that like uh, Tucker Carlson is like openly defended uh, this famous white supremacist pastor, like cult leader in the past. Hmm. 
for like um, executing marriages between like little girls and, and old ass dudes. Hmm. I forget what his name was. This was all in the uncovered like old school uh, tapes of his where he also famously said, you know, uh, Iraqis are primitive apes that deserve to be bombed. Stuff Yeehaw. Like yeah. So Tucker Carlson straight those up is like, Iraq, it's okay. It's those okay why people do it. Half a million civilians killed at least in Iraq. Yeah. And Tucker's like, yeehaw. Mm-hmm. What so, is hates war, though. He, he, he now hates war, if you ask Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> Warren, Warren Jeffs is the name of the... Uh, yeah, Warren Jeffs. Uh, Mormon polygamist uh, preacher that uh, Tucker vehemently defends. So anyway, Boebert gave somewhat of an apology. I apologize to anyone in the Muslim community I've offended with my comments about Representative Omar. I have reached out to their office to speak with her directly. There are plenty of policy difference focus on without this unnecessary distraction. Okay, well, let's see how that apology went. However, the call between them didn't go well. Bobert shifted gears, doubling down. Here she is describing her call with uh, Omar. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with a quick update. Bro, she is such a Karen. Like, oh, my gosh. She is like yeah. just she's someone freaking out in the parking lot of Walmart if she wasn't in Congress. I mean, she is in Congress and still doing that. Right. So. Right. Yeah, she stayed true to her roots. God, just get a load of that face. On a phone call I had today with squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday, and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a strong Christian woman who values faith deeply, I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that. Even after I So why the fuck are you calling her jihad? The jihad squad. Well, you know, because she must Is that not offensive? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? The jihad squad, well, it's because Ilhan Omar is Muslim, and so is Rashida Tlaib, and uh but the but the real she'll claim that it's because of their defense of of uh you know Palestinians their defense of you know Muslim victims of American imperialism and then they'll go so far as to say it's actually because they support al qaeda which is not real that's never been a thing that is a totally made up bullshit fucking take and the only reason why it sticks is because shocker because they're fucking muslim yeah, okay yeah. that's it like during my uh, 9-11 saga with Dan Crenshaw, mm-hmm. one of my criticisms of Dan Crenshaw literally was that he was st- uh, he was refusing to stop arms sales to Saudi Arabia as Saudi Arabia was engaging in an ongoing uh, genocide in Yemen. Okay, man-made famine. Dan Crenshaw was standing against uh, Bernie Sanders and other members of the Jihad Squad in uh, stopping the arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Those arms ended up literally in the hands of Al-Qaeda, okay? So this idea that like uh, it's the jihad squad or, or, or progressives that are actually uh, you know, pro-Al-Qaeda and not the American government and the liberals and Republicans both that continue to give weapons to Saudi Arabia is laughable. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why it sticks, and it stuck with me too, they said, like, I support Al-Qaeda and I love 9-11 or whatever, is because if you're Muslim on the internet, it's like so easy to just be like, oh yeah, he loves terrorism. Mm. And it's a trope. It's an old school well, fucking it's a, fu- ter- it's a really ter- fucked up, damaging one that like yeah. is, needs to stop immediately. And you know, it's basically the same thing as saying, well, you know, she's a clan member and well, maybe she is. Yeah, she got hella... Uh, wasn't it, wasn't Dan Crenshaw 
How did he lose his eye? Did someone? Did was he like? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to bait him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, I think it was an IED or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Can we what not I talk said about, about that? What I, I mean, I don't give a shit. What I said about it I always was, thought that wasn't that bad, what you said. What I said about it was a, was a joke about, and it wasn't about like his eye in general. It was about his position as like uh, someone who was defending endless war and him who made a personal sacrifice in his mind, okay, uh, and then not learned the lessons from that and still was sending young men and women overseas to fucking have an even worse fate than himself to yeah. die, yeah. basically, for nothing but the military-industrial complex's uh, you know, bottom line. And I find that disgusting. I don't give a shit. I don't offer unconditional support to veterans uh, across the board. They all do deserve health care, just like every American deserves health care, no matter what their background well, Anyway, the joke was that he got fucked in the eye by... Uh Brave Mujahideen. I said, I said, yeah, a brave Mujahideen yeah. uh, skull fucked him. I mean, that's not that bad. Well, the joke there was that it's like... Just, it's just a funny gag. The the brave Mujahideen comment there was actually about... I feel very vindicated but, but, about this now because at the time, no one fucking knew what I meant. Or like my community knew what I meant, but most people did not know because... They were like, what, what do you oh, mean? Oh, wait, okay, so people were goofing on it. People got mad, not because you say he got skull fucked, but because you called the Muhajid brave, which was a Rambo meme or something, right? So, yeah. Uh, this film is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen. Yeah. Uh, it's like an old Rambo meme. Right. Uh, people claim that it wasn't on the VHS tapes or whatever. But, like, the point is, I'm not the... Uh, what I was referencing was Ronald Reagan. Right. When I said brave Mujahideen. Ronald Reagan... And you uh, are America praising their soldiers. Yeah. This film is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters of Mujahideen fighters of <laughs> Afghanistan. You keep fucking that up. Everyone fucks well, it up. Well, come on. Mujahideen. Yeah, Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Um, but yeah, this is not my position. This was the position of the American okay. State Department, which uh armed the the Mujahideen, I, I, which then you know, branched off into the Taliban, I some to the So they to, took to the joke and they're like, he supports terrorism. Yeah, he which is right. ironic because the American government... Yeah, you were satirizing the the actual president yeah. who said that. So there so, you have it. So that, they fucking so named... Wait, was, that, he, they named was he skull space? fucked by a... No. Okay. No, not to my knowledge. Ronald Reagan named one of the space missions after the Mujahideen. Like they they met with the leaders, they they uh, considered them to be similar, akin to the founding uh, fa uh, the founding fathers. So I mean, Operation Cyclone is like a well documented Operation Cyclone is a well documented operation, and it precedes uh, it, it predates Ronald Reagan's administration even that like America always wanted to uh, uh, support the Mujahideen, the Islamist fundamentalists. Okay, and some of them were not, by the way. There's a lot of conflict there as well. Mm. But they wanted to support them because they were expressly anti-USSR at a time when the communist government of Afghanistan was uh, engaging in like a brutal anti-Islamic, uh, uh, you know, conquest over, mm. over the more rural areas, like destroying mosques and shit like that. It's a really long and convoluted uh, story that has been told a million times over now in the 20th anniversary of 9-11 with our evacuation from Afghanistan, which is why I feel so vindicated about it because now everyone gets what I was saying. Yeah. A lot of people do at least. But before they were like, what the fuck? I get it. I, I see how they spun that against you. Yeah. 
I thought they were just mad that you were denigrating a veteran or something, which I'm sure. Well, that too, that yeah. that definitely plays a role in it. Yeah. But I, like, but I said, because you're like, you know, Turkish, they can be like, he's mm-hmm. a he's a terrorist sympathizer. Put out a public statement, unlike Lone Bober, to that effect. She said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to fucking Oh, flipped it on you. Yeah. To the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. Sounds she like a good apology. Press, and I continued to press back. This is and some then Karen shit. Representative Omar hung up on me, rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone. I cannot believe she hung up on me when I told her she needed to apologize for fucking her brother. Yeah. Or like the my favorite part about this is like she's supposed to be like a brave free speech defender, right? And then her counter is like, you need to apologize to the American people for police, anti-police rhetoric. Like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? The police are perfect. There is not a police officer who has done anything wrong ever. And for you to criticize even one officer. Except for the ones that arrested me. What? Except for the ones that arrested me. And my husband. (laughs) And my husband for flashing his wee-wee at a bowling alley. Yeah, he, her husband, interestingly, exposed himself to minors. Oh, wow. Uh, con- let me read the headline here. Congressional candidate Lone Bobert has a history of minor arrests, court no-shows. So she's actually been arrested, if you want to talk about four a, times a threat to society. To be fair, she looks better as the... She it, looks it, pretty with, good there. She looks good there, yeah, like with I the crackhead so vibes. I don't know why meth I'm into vibes. That, but. This is like the before and after meth photo, you know, where yeah. you're like, don't do meth. She looks good there. She looks better, for sure. Which we now know is, uh, you know... Meth is better than being a conservative, apparently. I know. This is you on being a conservative, a grifter. I mean, for... we got Lauren Boebert on the one hand, and then Michael Pillow, Mr. Pillow, owner of Mike, <laughs> Mike Pillow. Pillow. He is literally... Like Tim Apple thing? I thought he was the only one who was better uh, when he had a crack addiction. <laughs> oh, he looked good on crack? <laughs> Pull up. Pull that up. There's no photos of him on crack. I mean, maybe there are. <laughs> but he Michael certainly Del doesn't crack. look good well, now. Okay. Let's see. Oh! To the left, he looks like Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah, he looks, he looks, uh, he looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can never get yourself <laughs> to say be it. Honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just, you went from uh, loving crack to loving Jesus, which is way better. My pillow <laughs> was blessed with the heart, with the blood of Christ. <laughs> yeah. The more pillows you, oh, look at that. Oh, look I at that. I used to smoke meth and crack. Now, when I found God, I sell pillows. I'm just saying that, like, he substituted, he substituted a crack cocaine addiction or meth addiction for, you know, QAnon conspiracies. Okay, he he basically, it is literally the the uh, heroin to to uh, what's the what's the thing that they do? Fentanyl. No, not fent. No, um, the the therapy one that's like government. Oh, uh, methadone. So methadone. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, his methadone, basically. Thank you. Like his substitution was, you know, loving Donald Trump. I sneak a pube in every pillow I sell in the coating. You'll never find it, but I know it's there. <laughs> you got to You got to hit the more like, uh, you know, Midwestern. Like he sounds like Jesse Ventura a little bit. You know, right. he's like, I'm Michael Pillow. I'm Mike Lindell <laughs> and I love my pillows. <laughs> 
is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly put America first, never sympathizing what a great with terrorists. Fearlessly. Unfortunately, she, Ilhan can't say the same bro, thing. She must be, she must be great is, to, like, to date. The funniest part of this is that like her involvement with the January 6th insurrectionists and like her defense for them. She's a terrorist. Like... That's the that's the fucking She's most, an actual terrorist. Can you imagine if it was a group of Muslims that stormed the Capitol and oh led God. by Ilhan? We would have you know what? If there was Muslims they in front would of the Capitol, we would be invading Iraq again or something. Yeah, shit. They, would, like they in, would literally hang Ilhan Omar in a fucking public gallo. We, okay? we we would have done a full scale ground invasion of like uh Morocco or something yeah. unrelated. Every Muslim every yeah. Muslim country gets gets some after yeah. that one. But like when Lauren Boebert does it and when it's white supremacists and like, you know, white nationalists and, and other Republicans uh, that are not as aggro about it, but whatever, uh, and, and they're being defended by Lauren Boebert and the like, then that's fine. That's just American. They were just doing America too hard, you know, but, you know, she's not a terrorist sympathizer. You know, Omar is. No, she's not. She's a straight up terrorist. <laughs> and our country Terrorizing buttholes is worse in Colorado. for it. Please know I appreciate you. And your support. I appreciate you understanding. So wait, is her, is her husband a sex criminal? Like, is he a verified registered sex criminal? Um, because that seems question. like he something. Might be. That seems like something that would happen when you expose yourself to minors. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, look, I'm gonna look into it. I love, I love Lauren Bulbert. He he did do. Uh, I have jail great, time for lewd exposure in a bowling alley, and she was there. I have great respect for men that show their genitals to minors. Yeah, couple were 86 from Colorado bowling alley in 2004 after Jason Bobert. His name is Jason, but with a Y. Jason Bobert, come on over here, little missy, of course and check a like check a peek of my cock. His name is Jason with a Y in between. Like Jason. it's not J A S O N. It's Jason. It's J A Z O N. <laughs> no, it's J. A Y S O N. Oh, that's white trash. There's a Y wow. in the middle. That's white trash. It's that's fuck. right. I'm Jason Bober. Jason. And I exposed myself to two young women in a bowling alley in Colorado all the way back in, what was it, Jason? 2004? Yeah. Jason Bober. What, so is he on a, is he on a, a sex criminal list? I, I'm then? looking. I mean, yeah. his wife was 17 at the time. Jason Bobert was 24, and he flashed his cock, his wife to be Lauren Bobert. Was there as well as a seventeen-year-old? Those are good Christian values, boy. I tell you what, man, Jesus I'm a good Christ. Christian. I believe in getting drunk, showing yeah. your genitals to minors, and that's just the good Christian way. I don't fuck around with no goddamn terrorism. That's why I. Show you want to hear my the story? The minors, yeah, please. I Trish and I were standing at the snack bar, and she came up and <laughs> looked at my tattoo on my back, and she pulled down her sock and said, "Look, mine is fading." She wrote. The word tattoo may have been a minute. Then Jason said, I have a tattoo on my dick. What a good Christian boy. Trish and I said, yeah, whatever, and turned away to ignore him. Coombs continued. This is the vi victim. And then Jason came up behind us and pulled his penis. I don't know why I'm reading it with this accent. You then should. Jason came up and behind us and pulled his penis out of his pants. His thumb was covering the head. All I saw was the shaft. Trish and I turned away and went and told it Larry. It was just the shaft, Your Honor. <laughs> no big deal, then. I didn't even shovel my <laughs> and Lauren head. And Lauren Bobert, her fucking hick man. ass, was there, 17 years old. Uh, you know, Jason is, is 24. Marriage material, she thought. Yeah, she saw that and she was like, I locked eyes with that penis tattoo and I said to myself, this is the man I'm going to marry. This is a good Christian man that I can grow a good Christian family with. Yep, that's right. And then call other religious people 
terrorists. Yep. Damn, nothing on Bobert, a sex criminal. No, no, no. Bobert was just there. I'm, I'm giving you well, the, the him. I mean, him. But, no, this her is husband. It. This is the story. No, I just checked the sex offender list. Yeah, oh, oh, I, oh, oh I, you I just checked the well. sex offender list. Okay, got it. No, no, no. I mean, they might have expunged it. My wife yeah. is a powerful Congress lady. She got my sex criminal charge ex, uh, expunged. Yeah. And now I'm back in the bully alley showing my shaft to you. And, and now, you know, she's voting against the Violence Against Women Act, saying she was opposed to the bill because it, it would secure abortion rights. I'm pro-violence against women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have it coming, damn it. <laughs> it's great. Um, here, uh, here, the response from Bobert's supporters make it clear they weren't happy. She even sort of apologized at all. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, here, let's see. I call, let's see some of the comments. You ought to have ignored that jihadist, anti-American bitch. Wow. You're not contemporaries at all. Please ignore that motherfucking daughter of a suicide belt. Wow. I mean, like, we shouldn't really downplay what a disgusting, hateful... Board, like these people are ready for genocide. Like I mean, this one hundred percent. They did yeah. you did you not see Ilhan Omar also uh, in the press conference showed uh, a voicemail that she had received from one of these lovely American individuals that started off by calling her in sand n word, and then following with uh, threats or rather promises that they would uh, kill her and that she would be uh, murdered for treason. It's in the uh, it's the next link in the doc. Yeah, is that voicemail? Oh, Elon played death threat she received after Bobert's rant. Yeah. These people are like, we need to actually face this, be up front and real about what this is. This is violent, yeah. racial, fucking borderline uh, or leading to genocidal mania. I mean, this is absolute uh, bigotry at the highest order that we've, it's just fucking. I'm going. It can't be tolerated. It cannot be. I'm going to play you a voicemail that we received hours after I got off the phone. After that graceful apology. Bobert, after she posted her video. We see you, Muslim bitch. Oh my God. We know what you're up to. You're all about taking over the country. Don't worry, there's. Queen that will love the opportunity to take you off the face of the fucking earth. Come get it, bitch, you fucking Muslim piece of shit, you jihadist. We know what you are. You're a fucking traitor. You will not live much longer, bitch. I can almost guarantee you that these people are rising up. And you will be tried for a military tribunal. What? And oh, that's QAnon shit. And then the rest of it is just her re-reading the, the transcript. But so, it's what I this is this is something that like if you're uh, if you're online if you're a leftist online especially if you're a leftist who's like a Muslim online this is I've I've heard those exact same words verbatim. Okay, a million times over. So much so that I feel like there's a template somewhere where they're just like repeating the same fucking talking points. Um, but in this situation, like this is, you know, Omar gets it so much because I remember a time when like Donald Trump literally plastered her face on like, you know, the jumbotrons or whatever at the, at the fucking rallies that he would do saying 
pretty much the exact same things that uh, was was circulating in that in that letter mm. uh, in that email blast that he may or may not have uh, sent out. You, you, the one where we were talking about before the show, where he said she fucks her brother. Apologize yeah. for fucking your brother. Yeah. By the every way, every single every single instance. Je, uh, Jesus from the Big Lebowski. He was a sex criminal. Yeah. At a bowling alley. Nobody Holy fucks shit. with Christian values. Yeah, I don't exactly. know if you're a big Lebowski. No, no, no. I love big Lebowski. Yeah, so pretty good Dude name. Yeah, this is the statement. So I'm confused. This looks real. I don't know what. Yeah, I just couldn't find the archive post, but everybody on the conservative side posted it. And so also. They love it. Savage Trump. Uh, listen to this. Uh, uh, Congressman Ilhan Omar should apologize for marrying her brother. Committing Never forget, Benny Johnson got fired from BuzzFeed for plagiarism. <laughs> committing large-scale immigration uh large-scale immigration and election fraud wishing death to israel for essentially banding her former country fire emojis that's just psychotic bro it's d dangerous psycho shit i mean it is a the ramblings of a genocidal maniac it's just it really is and i i I don't. I know people might say that's hyperbole, but they are making no. them inhuman. They are attributing things that obviously are fake, and they are riling. They're making them so subhuman that it's almost like they're. It's you can do whatever you want to them. That's the whole point. Dehumanizing to that degree is the whole point to like rile them up, especially when there's already like a lot of animosity towards Muslims automatically because of our endless. Uh, failure of uh, the war on terror which is a war on all muslim nations um so it's really fucked up i mean look post 9-11 america was like this was the this was the most common mm. this was the normative position it's just mm. like if you're a muslim you're a threat you're an enemy i'm terrified of you and i will say whatever the fuck i want to you and people that I think are Muslim, even if they're like sick, for example. You know what's funny is that we've been in this situation before with the Japanese after Pearl Harbor, and we look back on that with disgust, like how could we do that? It's like oh, we're doing the same thing. Some of us look. Well, I mean, historically, <laughs> yeah. we don't look back fondly on internment camps, yeah. Japanese internment camps. Yeah. At least the way I learned it was always through the scope of like we look how fucked we are, you know, and yeah. my liberal fucking. My liberal That's critical race theory. That's critical race theory. You can't yeah. teach that we, anymore. Man, they had it coming, man. We had to be sure that those Japanese ain't fucking double agents. Yeah. Um, I'm in favor of a uh, white internment camps because January sixth, we could we don't know which one of them are double agents. Yeah. See, the you're, what you're doing right now is exactly the same thing that every conservative uh, routinely fantasizes about with respect to like Muslims or not everyone, but a lot of conservatives openly talk about it and salivate over this sort of shit. But like it is so beyond the scope of comprehension or uh, it's so outside of like something that could happen that when you say that immediately, everyone laughs. You're like, what? Okay. That's crazy. Because that's, that's, that's the whole point. It's like white people are still considered the default it's still considered the dominant class or the dominant subgroup, and it is. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean that like white people are all uh, you know incredibly privileged and they're all living in the lap of luxury. But that is one way that like you know you never have to really think about being an associate or associated with like crimes or or horrible fundamentalists uh, just by virtue of what your background is. 
you know oh they found it yeah this on is, the website this is on his website i uh, i found it's worded slightly differently but it's essentially the same message so mm -hmm. I, I think this confirms but that it's that also not real. surprising because he said all of those things in the past right at his rallies and whatnot right apologize for marrying face. her brother and you know that's the president so like there's millions tens of millions of people who will read that and take it at face value because it's the president yeah and they love him they like or in love with him. Like, the president is not supposed to say stuff like that. No. It's just not normal. No. But, okay, here's the other... Um, it's funny. They say that um, they call him the squad, the jihad squad. I mean, Boebert and M and Marjorie Taylor Gross, what do we call them? The uh, fucking... Those two clowns. If they're the uh, jihad squad, then these guys are like the... Jihad uh, posse. I would call it the uh, clan rally. Or that. That's more direct. Yeah. They are... The wizards. The grand wizards. For what they've been saying. In yes. The act. Here she is with... Um, uh, basically... Uh, Toxic Avenger. This is... Um, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, who basically aided the uh, insurrection and worked to undermining our democracy... Um, to well, for what they've been they're pro-America. Yeah. They've been taking yeah. Ethan. You don't. Yeah, they're pro-white America. They're so pro-America. It's like, dude, there's nothing. When we say funnier to me than people like Marjorie Titan Green and <laughs> better, and yeah. fucking Lauren Boebert over here, who uh, aided and abetted the January 6th insurrectionists, who like advocated for them and still fucking go out to bat for them, saying that like they are the real pro-Americans and that that was actually a patriotic thing. You know what I mean? January 6th was a patriotic thing. The they were the just cap. doing a tour. It's crazy how many people actually believe that never happened now. Yeah, because, <laughs> of, because of psychos like this. They and, were on a peaceful tour. But that is, I'm sorry, that is just straight up. People still get butthurt over this. But that's like, that's white supremacy. It's when white people can engage in acts of uh, domestic terror that like any other subgroup would immediately be vilified for. My solution to this isn't to vilify all white people, obviously, but... You know, recognize that at least that's the first step. Recognize, and a lot of people do now, but like conservatives will never recognize that, and they'll never consider that to be, uh, you know, a slight against America or anti-American activity because they are the real Americans. Or as Tucker Carlson, what does he call them? They are the legacy Americans. He said that. Yeah, yeah, that's his that's new his thing. new that's his new way of legacy saying legacy America. Isn't le wouldn't legacy Americans be Native Americans? No, he can't say they're Native Americans. So they all he says legacy Americans. <laughs> yeah, that that's freaks me out. So psychotic. That laughter is so scary. It's the last thing you hear. Yeah, let's you get let's see what this great conversation is between these brave for what they've been saying and yes. the actions they've been taking. Yes, Ilhan Omar doesn't deserve committees. By the way, is he a picture of health or what? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I called him the toxic. My Avenger. man just looks like the human embodiment of goiter. Okay? <laughs> this, this, this this is you on uh, white nationalism. Yeah, this is what it does like, to you, man. You just look like it shit, bro. Fix it. Okay, sorry, I'm ugly shaming, body shaming, but like, God well, damn. he's an evil fuck, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, for what they've been saying and yes. the actions they've oh, been taking. Yes, Dude. Ilhan Omar doesn't deserve committees. She absolutely another, does not deserve committees. Wait, wasn't she the one that was uh, removed from all committees for yeah. being a psycho? Yeah. So Okay, so she's mad about that. Yeah, but hey, well, don't worry. She went, she went to the Holocaust. <laughs> she went to the Holocaust Museum and was like, I learned, and then had to write like a fucking... <laughs> had to write like an essay, like a little 
little uh, child, okay, that that did a bad thing and was like, I learned that these comparisons are oh, wrong. She she compared uh, people who don't want to get vaccinated or wear masks to, to Jews during the Holocaust. Yep. Which is very apt, obviously. Yeah. A totally valid comparison. As a Jewish man, those things offend me, but I wish people had the same passion for the disgusting um, Islamophobia as they oh, yeah. do as anti-Semitism. I mean, obviously, the, the, I guess the difference being that the Holocaust is a tangible... Uh, remember, uh, re somewhat recent reminder of what anti-Semitism can do. And we're still engaging in the process of like, you know, doing horrifying shit to Muslims in the Muslim world. So that's, that's why. So we haven't had time to reflect. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Once we're done with it, maybe we can look back and be like, oopsie, yeah. sorry, which probably won't happen. But, you know, that's in the future. Yeah, pro uh, yeah, it may not ever happen, actually. Yeah. They've been saying in yes. the actions they've been taking? Yes. Ilhan Omar doesn't deserve committees. She absolutely okay, well, does you're not, not even deserve on committees. Any bitch, so She's on the, she is on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Why is that woman on the Foreign because Affairs Committee? Because the Democratic committee? Party has her back. That's why. Oh, they have absolutely. Her back. They have her back. And yeah, so totally. The difference can... in the two apparatuses. Yeah. They have no, they her don't. back. And the Democratic Party, the Republican Party here yeah. is no time for the Trump. They yes, and they so they have that her she back can so represent radical Islam. They have Ilhan Omar's back so hard, the Democratic establishment, that uh, when she talked about uh, APAC's, uh, uh, like, uh, clear influence uh, in the form of dollar values over uh, congressional representatives and, like, influence beyond the scope of that as well, uh, they were like, this is anti-Semitic, how dare you? Like, it's ridiculous to say that it is absolutely preposterous and ridiculous to say that it is anti-Semitic to claim that APAC has influence over legislation in a country where BDS, Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions, uh, as a movement, is literally uh, denied in like 30 different red, uh, 30 different uh, uh, states. Like, it is the most like encroaching, most aggressive anti-free speech legislation, so much so that like even Dianne Feinstein, who's like 700 years old, was against it. Right. Like these anti-BDS legislations that they write in like Texas and stuff, where if you're a school teacher, you literally have to literally you literally have to sign a document that says you will never be and have never been in support of boycott, divestment and sanctions um, to be a school teacher in the mm. state of Texas, the free speech state. And it's fucking remarkable to claim that like the Democrats are also on Elon Omar's side and like defend her when they are the first to like literally step up and threaten committee uh, removals whenever shit like well, that. Anytime happens. the Democrats lose an election, it's immediately progressives' fault. Yeah, of course. Even though the truth is, if it was a progressive running, they probably would have won. In my opinion, it's way more popular than these milk toast fucking. If a progressive ran and. MSNBC gave them earned media in the same exact way, or MSNBC, CNN gave them the same kind of positive coverage that they offer, like psycho establishment Democrats, mm. then yes, they would 100% win elections and they would be really good challengers to like even Republicans in purple areas. But that never happens. The media in unison, and that's why I love the Chris Cuomo and Liz Smith story, mm. the media in unison with political operatives that work for establishment Democrats will always toe the line and defend the pre-established hierarchy and will absolutely do everything they can to fucking say, oh, are you progressive? You're anti-Semite, you're racist, you're anti-cop and we're pro-cop here. All this, all this shit. And even from liberal outlets, okay? 
even from liberal mainstream media outlets that are more like center or more center left, they absolutely use all of that and throw the kitchen sink at progressive candidates and and totally poison their uh, their their approval ratings. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know if you watch Attack on Titan, but the new season's coming out soon. There's a little preview here of it. Oh God. <laughs> She really is, though. It's I mean, right she in. looks like she's straight up a boss. titan. She's the uh, Have you ever princess. seen her smile? When she, this is a big smile. It looks something like this. It I literally, yes. She looks <laughs> straight up like a titan. I have that one tweet. When I have her side by side, it's just 100%. Um, in the United States Congress. And that anyway, she says, is so that she can represent radical Islam Bro, in the United States Congress. What about her as radical Islam? You're such a psycho fucking Yeah, freak. radical Islam. And that's why she's uh, for, for trans rights, for example. Yeah, that's, that's Omar, radical. The radical Islamist that, you know, she's, supports she's, abortion and trans rights. You know what's rights. funny and ironic? What? Marjorie Taylor, or Mar Marjor Marjorie Titan Green is closer to uh, radical Islam yeah. than Ilhan is. Yeah. They have way more in common. Because they're fundamentalists. Yeah, That's exactly. That's the whole point. Fundamentalists like Wahhabist extremists. In Greatest hit, obviously, worth bringing up. She literally is that titan. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they have her in the anime. Actually, lore-wise, this is encouraging because it proves that you can, there is... Once you turn into a Titan, this proves there is an antidote. So that's a, that's actually good news. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The fuck, dude? How what did I spoil it? Fuck. I'm just making a joke. It's not a real spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to say spoiler alert. Yeah. People will get what mad. The fuck at you that regardless. I do. <laughs> now you now you admitted that there is no antidote. Sp double right, spoiler. Still, right. I, uh, Reverse spoiler. Reverse come spoiler. On. I was fucked up, dude. <laughs> um. So. We are um, we are out of time. Well, that's perfect because we're basically done. There you go. That was right. fun. Yep. What do you think about like ultra wealthy elites uh, using the uh, court system to silence criticism? It's it's unacceptable. It's disastrous. Mm -hmm. One of the things that like I do love about America is uh, a level of free speech that you get for dissent, like the level of broad coverage you get mm -hmm. and protection you get for dissent. Um, it's hard to fucking make a defamation lawsuit stick in this country in comparison, like the UK and stuff. So God bless the, for that. Yeah. But you still, <laughs> it's still very expensive. Yes, they and bully so you financially by forcing a, a regular you. person. If they were to get sued by someone, let's say like Ryan Kavanaugh, they would fold immediately. Yeah, and that's the point. They they definitely bully people with arbitration uh regularly and uh, so you're against you are against corporations right. do it against their employees all the time i am yeah i'm definitely against like abusing that court system 100 percent. thank you and yeah people so like ryan kavanaugh totally do that thank you bro. um but you know what are you gonna do if you're uh, if you're running around looking like harvey weinstein it's like it's gonna know? be we're gonna make that obvious comparison yeah people yeah <laughs> That sliding scale sold me. I, like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, guys, if you want to get more info on that, go to Google and type Ryan Kavanaugh, you know, and then go to the search results. Look for the website. This is important to follow these instructions because if you type it in the, into the search bar, you might spell it wrong. Click the website. Spend some time studying, familiarizing yourself with everything. 
play he the just game. Just looks like an unfucked Harvey Weinstein. You know what I mean? Like Harvey Weinstein has like. You know what it is? What Ryan probably doesn't have a mangled genitals. And so he didn't turn. Well, we don't know that, Ethan. Yeah, probably. I said probably. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like this is you when you have deformed genitals and this is you when your genitals are normal. I'm saying he's just he's not essaying people, Ryan, as far as I know. Yeah. So he's like, but I'm just talking about appearance anyway, not indeed. Yeah. That's what this website's all about. It's in the title. Familiarize yourself with the content. Spend some time on the website. The kissing thing is really strange. What, like, why is he kissing? Oh! We should add his tweet to the website. Love, you got that? I'm on it. He's Let's on fucking it. add his <laughs> his uh, tweet in support of Weinstein to yep. the website. Yeah. yeah, that's his... Play the game. Yeah, he used to work with... Um, Mnuchin used to be on the board of, of uh, Relativity. That's not surprising. And, you know, he's in good with the Trumps. He got the Trumps to do their trailer thing. Yeah, he commented. Oh yeah, a fight Trump commented a, on a, a yeah a trailer fight. Not yeah, later. check out the website. This is does great. Ryan Kavanaugh look like on nine eleven? Was it apparently? Yes, it was. Are you fucking serious? That was how uh, it was the it was the twentieth anniversary. Wait, where? How did you know that? Where does it say that? Right here. Oh, Trump thing. Oh yeah, they said Ryan DM me. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, oh, the full live in person conversation. <laughs> yeah, what, what, that, what yeah. a great way to honor our. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, you know Trump has talked about 9-11 in the past. Like, yeah, you know, very bad, but also I like, power is the long, biggest now. I like people <laughs> who don't die in terrorist attacks, yeah. okay? <laughs> he didn't say that, but he, he did he did flex about I how, like I like the people you know. who got out in time. Yeah. He was like, 9-11 bad, but also silver lining. Trump yeah. Tower is now the largest he tower did say that, in, on Wall Street. He fucking insane. Yeah, he's a positive guy. Silver linings all over the place. Yeah, he finds he finds the good <sighs> in everything. Bye what, bye. A, what a great episode. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you to Hassan. Yeah, this was fun. I, I had a great time. It was a good one, eh? We learned lots so of fun. Much. The liver game. We learned Zach is lying about his height. Lauren Bobert's husband's penis. Yep. Harvey Weinstein's penis. Yep. We know that, you know, Ryan Cavanaugh looks like a body double for Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I wonder if his penis is mangled. That's it. I would like to. I would like to know, but who knows? Well, maybe if we, if the if the lawsuit goes far enough, we can get on Discovery pictures of his penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Compel him to send us pictures of his dick. I do not. I'm sorry. Court order. Please don't sue me. Yeah, he's coming for you. Oh, he's no. adding you. No, 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 definitely not. All right, thank you guys. He's gonna force me to do triller boxing fights now. <laughs> In order to. He's gonna. He's gonna force you to fight Jake Paul. Yeah, that's gonna be an exciting one. I'm Trump a- will commentate it though. Hopefully, yeah. oh, that'd be sick. This is Zane Pecker. All right, guys, thanks for watching. <laughs>